It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? 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 Welcome in. It is episode number. Oh, you know what? I meant to check to see how many of these. How many? This is what trip to Saudi Arabia? How many of this is this been now? Five, six. Five, five sounds right. All right, we'll go with that. Of jobbing out. Glenn Clark. Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun, and Brandon's going to be back with us in one second. I'm trying to add him back to the call, unfortunately. I'm trying to do three things at once, and that's never good for the purpose of this. Here's the deal. Because of the weird nature of the pay-per-view being on Thursday, we're going to do picks here in segment number one, and we're going to do our best to get the show posted as quickly as possible on Wednesday so that it has some life before the pay-per-view occurs. I don't know what that means for us guest-wise this week. I am still trying to reschedule with Dwayne Gill. It just didn't work out with for family reasons last week. And we are, um, I, you know, I don't know if many people know, Dwayne's uh, father-in-law, unfortunately, passed away rather unexpectedly last week. And so um, we are thinking about him, and he'd still like to come on as he's advertised for his final match this weekend with ACW. Hopefully that works out. If it doesn't, um, we love Dwayne, and we will uh, continue to lift him up in our thoughts um, Aaron, before we get into uh, picks for the week, just uh, give me a couple of things that uh, jump out at you and uh, that, that, that you care about from the week that was in WWE. Um, well, let's start from the end of Monday night. And <laughs> I loved every bit. I mean, the match is whatever, but the idea of secret ref that Rollins may or may not know about ahead of time being a Rollins cult member is fantastic, and that's what we've wanted from that. And I love awesome it. old school booking. Uh, I, I wanted to go somewhere, right? Like I don't want it to just disappear and be random. Yes. Like I want it, you know. Obviously, this guy's a wrestler. I don't know that you're going to put he, him in a match or anything he, like that. But he's he's an independent ref. Right. He's not a wrestler. Oh, he's not he's a, specifically a ref. He was taking some bumps for being a guy. Well, refs take bumps. A, refs I take know, bumps. but he was okay. They don't do this. <laughs> that, like, like let's let's draw the line brandon linton of course with us from ram said live let's draw the line this was a little bit beyond your typical ref bumps chief <laughs> but which do you like better do you like it better if rollins genuinely didn't know about it or if he did because yeah, i kind of love know. the idea that he didn't love i like the idea that he it. didn't know about it yeah, yeah the only I, the only thing about that is that's sort of facey like that's sort of no, that, it's not. It's like no, it's, it's not, like the guy joined the cult. Like he's a believer, if, and he did it on his own volition. Know, if you he fully know everybody in his cult, if I you fully awesome. if you fully embrace it, right? Like if he's you know if he backs from it and says, "Hey, I didn't have anything to do with that. I didn't," you know, like that's a little bit. Different. Oh well, no, 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 no. Like, you can't you gotta, do that. You gotta yeah. fully. Well, no, no, I, I, I just think, mean I think, like. Because he did say the uh, when he was up on the stage, he's like, "That that wasn't me. That wasn't me." I know. Like I love the idea of him, you know. It is a very 
you know, a cult leader thing. Oh, you know, my followers did this. This wasn't me. I didn't do it. Yeah, by it the way, was somebody, my followers. Somebody's, somebody's going to make a comparison to Bernie Sanders here, and I'm not comfortable with that. So let's move <laughs> on. Let's move on from that. I, I, I didn't quite mean it that way. I, but I like I, I like the look. Like, I'm watching back the clip right now. Like, when he, when he, counts, them, when he counts them down, the look that he shares with Orton is like, like Randy Orton looks at him like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, and the referee's just looking at him like, yeah, you win. I guess that's, this is really well done. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, look, I liked it. Now, like how he, the part that's kind of hokey is how did he know to like try to rip his shirt off or like to. The Kevin Owens, right, correct. Yeah, yeah. Like how would well, he specifically how, how know? How did he get in to be a ref? We know the refs of WWE, they're contracted. Well, yeah, yeah, like I remember when the match started, I was like, who the hell is this guy? But I, I, I also didn't think twice about it. You know what I mean? I was just like, oh, there's some new ref, you know? The only other issue I have with that entire thing, then we'll get to our picks because we'll save the rest of the week that was for segment number two. The only other issue I had with that is that, again, do I, I like one-on-one Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins better as a WrestleMania match than I like a lot of other, you know, mechanisms that we've talked about as being how we're going to get to this point. The problem that I have is that, again, we've buried championship belts in the process. And it's like, if that's what we're leading to, we've utterly forgotten about another championship belt, and we're now trashing two different championship belts, although I guess one comes back next week. because Well, three, three if you include the women's tag titles. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Like, we're, we're, we're just Wait, throwing... Did they announce something? I mean, we, the, there's the not, women? There, no, I, well, they, they've there. announced that we're definitely not getting an elimination chamber. Oh, right, right, right. Because right. in a different match. Like, the, the, the number of championships that we're just throwing, like, championships are supposed to be the point of all of this. Like, they're supposed to matter. And so, <laughs> I, again, I, I don't, Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens as a WrestleMania match, who's arguing? Thumbs up. That's good, right? Like, that's a good thing. Long-term booking. Probably cool. probably should be, you know, a championship match, but, like, let's leave it alone. It's great. It's great. Who's not on board with that? But why is it that Seth Rollins is tag team champion if we're going to Seth Rollins versus Kega, Kevin Owens? Why does Keg- this make Ke- – yeah, Keg, oh, Keg Owens. Why does this make any sense at all? It, okay. it really doesn't yep. in the way they've used it. Like, have they defended it at all since they won? No. I mean, it's only been a few weeks. This isn't like a ridiculous thing. No, but, but they haven't really been. But they haven't even addressed the it. Right. They, it hasn't even come up. They're they're, yeah. they're tag team champions just for the sake of having a championship belt in the faction. Um, like again, and this could be simply fixed, right? Like they well, are. They are going to lose on Thursday. They, they need to. They absolutely one hundred percent need to, and we'll get to that here in a second. They need to lose the belts because it's atrocious that you would keep just having it's it was a, a mistake to give it to them to begin with but like to keep having championships that are just irrelevant to what it is that you're doing on a three-hour tv show just dumb 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 all right let's get to our picks uh thursday noon eastern time from uh a place that um exists in our mind uh, Riyadh, it's a it's a place in our heart is where they're doing this event. It is super it's like showdown. Kokomo. Correct. It's exactly what it's like. There are seven matches on the card. Um, let's get into it. Uh, I guess I'm I'm doing this, Aaron. That's the new role. Like you're no longer. Yeah. Okay. 
like it. <laughs> we'll begin with the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. New Day versus The Miz and John Morrison. Um, you know, this is a weird thing, right? Because, like, it this paints towards... These teams and the Usos perhaps all being together at WrestleMania. But what they did last Friday would suggest that the bigger concern is definitely that New Day and the Usos are in a WrestleMania match. Not as much that the Miz and Morrison are in a WrestleMania match. So, like, what I want to say is that Miz and Morrison could win because all that matters is that these three all get back together. But I don't know that, based on Friday, I can't help but wonder if they don't think the bigger money is just a one-on-one match at Mania between the New Day and the Usos. So because of that, I'm going to stick with the New Day to win here. Uh, I'm hoping you can hear me because I'm driving through a parking garage right now. Uh, we hear you. And Okay. I'm, uh, I, I understand that, but I think in their mind it's all right. We, I, I think the play is you put it on Miz and Morrison, and then you have both of the faces, face teams chasing. I think that's a little bit more dynamic of a WrestleMania match. And quite frankly, they don't have a lot of one-on-one WrestleMania tag matches. So I feel like this is heading towards the triple threat. So I got Miz and Morrison. I got to stick with New Day. Um, <clears throat> uh, do we have a timeline for Xavier? It, it, maybe next year's Rumble, I think, is pretty... Oh, wow, that, that I, far? I mean, it's an Achilles tear. Like, Achilles tears are no no joke. Right. I just you don't come I, back I, quickly. I just can't think of how long he's been out, and I feel like it's been a while. But It's been about three months, so it might be a little before that. But, but not my, definitely yeah. not WrestleMania, for sure. No, definitely not Mania. I mean, I, I agree. Everything that Glenn said, I agree with. Uh, I just... I have to go with New Day for reasons... Uh, mostly because I think the other tag titles are going to change, and I don't know if you do both. Um, so I'm going to stick with New Day, and that this continue this feud continues, I, and then and then then you could have Miz and Morrison win at Elimination Chamber if you really want them to yeah, go into I, WrestleMania like, with by the, the belt. My my theory before Friday was exactly what you said, Aaron, is that you're going to do it this way. I it just. It just sort of felt like on Friday they were making a distinct point that like what we care about is the New Day and the Usos. And maybe the argument is, okay, if you do that, then what the fuck do you have for The Miz at WrestleMania? So you better make sure he's in this match. And that might be true. But I don't know. I just I felt that segment felt like a way of screaming, we need we yeah. need to specifically do this. We need to have a New Day Usos match. Just these two teams and the biggest spot we need to to rip this band-aid off and make this thing happen. That's what it felt like. Now again, it, it, be- it just it, but the then begs the question, why did you bother doing this with Miz and Morrison if I, that's the case? I, it's certainly it's certainly worthy of conversation. There's no doubt about that. All right, uh, because we're talking tag teams, I guess let's flip over to the other side and we just talked about it. The Raw Tag Team Championships, Seth Rollins and some guy named Murphy <laughs> versus the Street Profits. Aaron as you said, it fits so much better if this is the Street Profits winning. Uh, like it gets, you know, it gets it on a real tag. Like a tag team, team would have a tag, tag team, team that will care about yeah. it. A tag team that can defend it. A tag team that's not involved in other nonsense. That's not involved in singles feuds. Oh, it it should be the Street Profits. My God, my gut is saying that it's not. But I'm my I'm letting my heart go overweigh my head here, and I'm taking the Street Profits. All right. 
Yeah, I don't think you do what you did on Raw if they're not winning. I think I think they clearly were like, we need to make sure people remember these guys know these. We need to make sure to remind people these guys can wrestle. Like Montez Ford had an insane match with Seth Rollins. I think I think they're winning. What's the I, 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 and, and storyline wise, it just makes too much sense to get the belts off of whatever we're calling Murphy and Rollins. Are you so. are you enjoying some charcuterie right now, Brandon? <laughs> I'm not. Ah. Uh. I was really let me down. What's for lunch? What are you enjoying? Um, ham sandwich and chips. That's so much worse than charcuterie. <laughs> I know. Come on. <laughs> Aaron Aaron's answer didn't take long enough. Uh, I, thought, I uh, took a bite right when he was um, done. So. Uh, I was at, I was at a, a place with um with my wife. We she went to visit some of her friends on Sunday. They had a gathering of high school friends, and they had made a very fine charcuterie board. And I thought to myself, Ooh. ah. Oh, the greatness of this. How I, I is feel it? like we just need to start, uh, turn the Jobbing Out Twitter account into a charcuterie uh, picture so account. I we need to take AJ to uh, Berioteca. Oh, they do have they do have one. They have, like, the best. Right down the street from my office. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, let's go. This is a very prestigious match. Not sure if you're aware. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's very important on the scale of prestige. This is as, as prestigious as prestigious gets. It's the very prestigious to wake trophy gauntlet match <laughs> with AJ Styles, Andrade, uh, who's, who's back, uh, Bobby Lashley, Eric Rowan, R-Truth, and Rey Mysterio. Interesting, that last one. It is. It is. Because that was not Rey Mysterio. Now, that was who Rusev. was it? That's right. That's Wait, Rusev right. is off and Rey Mysterio is on? Yes. <sighs> and they didn't really mention it. Other no. Than, oh, hey, look, Rey Mysterio is in it. Well, I mean, I think what they found out is that the folks in Riyadh, which, again, is a place in your heart, uh, they are big fans of Rey Mysterio. I understand Yeah, but you can that. do anything with Rey Mysterio. But they weren't. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> I know, but you don't have to do that. Like you could. Well, the, the fact couldn't, that couldn't they bring? Couldn't they I, bring I, NXT Latino over? And uh, I mean, they, they do a segment every week on Raw of NXT or, Latino. You know, they, they, they could have just put him in the match. It could have been a, a seven-way gauntlet match. Yeah, so right. I, Why I, does I, it the, matter the, how many people it is? Right. The, the exactly. fact that it's Rusev with Rusev being off TV with the questions about his contract status and whether or not he's happy. That's to me the interesting part. Yes. Well, the other thing is, I mean, it's there clearly is something happening because they quit this whole like they put so much time into the storyline, and they just cold turkey like went off to it on a different way, and like, but Lana's still appearing with Lashley, and people are chanting for Rusev during their matches. And they don't deliver, and it's very awkward. Like, that whole, the, the match with R-Truth. It like, had R-Truth in it, so it was the best segment ever. How dare but you? But it was very awkward because, like, the crowd obviously expected Rusev to yes. come out. It, it's like, a, they've it's, trained it's, the crowd into thinking Rusev is going to come out and, like, get his vengeance. And, like, he's not, you know? It's, so, it's a very weird bit, and that that's kind of what raised my eyebrows. Otherwise, this match is meaningless. But because of that, at least there's something interesting about it. Why isn't Rusev there? So, I guess we'll find out. Um, yeah, in the meantime, Brandon, you got to pick who's winning the match. AJ Styles is winning the match. I, I think they need, they need the Shane McMahon thing where he's going to come out with the trophy and say he's the greatest wrestler ever and... That's what's going to set up the 
Undertaker match. Uh, by the way, that was my answer. Uh, let's not forget that um, literally he's in a faction with the guys that are the greatest tag team ever. Um, it just makes all the sense in the world. Yes. So, one, yes, AJ 100%. Styles. No, nobody else. I mean, R-Truth should win it because R-Truth should win, win everything, everything that right. he's ever in. But, yes, I mean, he can actually use it. All of a sudden, they are the kings of Saudi Arabia. They are whatever. Y- yes, AJ Styles. A steel cage match. Wait, 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 please, please, let's not make their gimmick their king, the kings of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> uh, that's not a great idea. Nah, do you idea. do you trust them not to do that? They could become, they could change from the OC to the Prestige, though. I would be all for that. <laughs> oh, if they regain their their faction as the Prestige, that would be wonderful. The Prestige. Um, a, they then, then, doing, then next doing magic. Yeah. Then right? on next show, they can have Mansoor and his. Pack of Saudi. Uh, can I can I get a bonus point for that? That I that I'm claiming that Mansoor will walk out of Riyadh as the 24 yeah, seven champion. Yeah, I do. I do believe. I like that. Damn it! Damn it! Everybody, then I'm not going to get a bonus point if you're all on board. Um, I have stood by that. Hey, he, we didn't think of it. What's that? Oh yeah, it because, was my idea. That's a good point. It was my idea. Right. I said that last week. If right. if Mansoor walks out of Riyadh as 24 seven champion, I get a bonus point. Because cool. he ain't fucking on the card. They, they took Rusev out of this match and didn't put him in. So they sure as shit aren't doing nothing with Mansoor. I know that much. He, yeah, he's definitely on the show. Yeah, he's winning the 24-7 title. I don't know if you know this, but he won the biggest the, Royal yes, Rumble correct. of all time. Correct. He won every important match. No, 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 no. The biggest Battle Royal. Battle Royal. Strowman right. won the greatest Royal Rumble. That's Get right. it right. Oh, That's God's right. Sakes. All right, uh, steel cage match, Roman Reigns versus King Corbin for what we can only pray is the final time. Uh, I guess I'm first here. I mean, <laughs> like, I don't really know what to say here. I, got, I'm, I mean this completely. If this is your blow-off match, then, like, the wrestling trope is that you have to have Roman Reigns win this. But, like, how painfully fucking boring is that? It's been horrendous. It's been awful. And it's just going to end the predictable way that it was supposed to end months ago. Yeah, they've already drowned the guy in dog food and right, pinned like, him on a on a dugout, a baseball dugout. Like, so what? Like, what does this do to have Roman Reigns win a steel cage match? Like, it, it, it happens in Saudi Arabia. That's the it, whole point. It's of just this. it just gets him on the card. It's, I mean, that's what the, the truth know, this of is, the matter is. Yeah, this is you know those moments where you get the big win at the pay-per-view but for whatever reason they feel like they need to do it again on monday or on friday just to get it on tv it's that but for saudi arabia okay you did this you did this big thing and now you have to do it in saudi arabia are you at all nervous about reports this week that they are not going to do roman reigns versus goldberg that that not in regard to this match uh, okay i'm only in the idea that this is one of those areas where the thing that we all hate is the thing that Vince McMahon loves and that he wants to keep dragging it all the way out to WrestleMania instead. No. no. We'll, 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 get in, we'll get into those reports in segment number two. I think there are a number of reasons that have nothing to do with this match in particular. All right. Agreed. All right. Um, uh, by the way, I said Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. I meant obviously Roman Reigns versus The Fiend. Um, look, Roman Reigns obviously is the pick. Go yes. ahead. Yes, Roman Reigns is winning. Roman Reigns. All right, the SmackDown Women's Championship is at stake. Bailey takes on Naomi. This is slightly interesting just because they have. Put- oh, and with this in mind, uh, Steve Miggs, do you have anything that you would like to plug? 
Oh, I was hoping one of you would do it, but thanks for nothing. Uh, I, I thought you might have brought... Steve no, Miggs no, I wish, I wish. No, he this is where he, this is where he would say yes. This is where Miggs would say yes. I was waiting. I was like, hold. I'd, I'd like to plug Naomi. That I mean, you guys are terrible at this. This is a bad <laughs> bit. Go ahead. I get it. I get it. Um, but I, and I think there would be a nice, you know, if, if they're really pushing the oh look, we're we're doing change, we're we're doing things here. Then yes, having a women's title change in Saudi Arabia would be a big thing. But I think that they want to at least string out this bill, I think, a little bit longer. I'm still wondering when Sasha's coming back and how that might factor in towards Mania plans. So I think there's more to do with the Bailey uh, title reign. But there is enough pause that I'm not as gung-ho about it as I was about Roman. But I'll say Bailey. Yeah. Ma- uh, uh, Bailey. And, and we also have to wonder what we're doing with this whole sit-down Lacey Evans long eight piece series or whatever they're doing with the, the sit down mm. interviews and the, you know, the major white meat baby face stuff. Yeah. So I, there's I, still something there. You know what I, I mean? think the I'm answer is they don't they know, do, but they're doing something uh, with mm. that. Uh, so yeah, Bailey wins and then we'll see where this leads. Cause I still, I still don't like if you're, if you're putting Naomi over, I don't think you do it here. You know, I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem well, like I you're giving I, her that great of a... I mean, I guess they think it's a great moment by having yeah, they'd the first be like, oh, look, women's yeah, the title, title change, change ever. Exactly. Yeah. That would be their thing. And, I don't and they it's... like to give her moments because she won... What did she win? She won something. Battle right. Royal or something. She Was won... it the, Wrestle, the first ever yeah, WrestleMania? Yeah, the, the, the first women's Battle Royal. You and she did right. win the title at WrestleMania that one year. She won right. something, Brandon. That's exactly accurate. She won something, which is exactly what that meant. Um, I know, but uh, I'm just saying they like to give her moments. I, I am confused, um, but it's it's about all the things that we've been talking about. It's the if you were doing a SmackDown Women's Elimination Chamber match, like this thing that was already bad on the Raw side is so much worse. Like you <laughs> you you did not need to do this in any way. Nobody was asking for it. It makes no sense, and as it turns out. You already had a women's chamber. Like, this is so fucking stupid. Um, and if you wanted her to earn something, you have it right there. You built to it on Raw on Monday night. Yeah. You just make it Shayna versus Asuka for the number one contender. I, I don't really know what's going on there. Um, I, I'm confused about this. Like, the role that late. I am more, I am more convinced, I am less convinced than you are, Brandon, that they have a plan for this as much as, like, they just don't really know what they're doing. So here, let's go have her cut a babyface promo, and we'll figure it out as we go along. Um, could it be that they pivot directly to Lace? It's such a mistake. This should like, lead like, to... Like, are they dumb enough to think that they've done the work to do Lacey, Sasha? Like, I, like, I, I, like, I'm just wondering, because they still haven't really done that, right? Bailey took her place immediately yeah, because of the injury, and if they think they can put the belt on one of them to get that match... Like I, they haven't done the work. For but I Wrestle- wonder if they... are, are you talking about for WrestleMania? Yeah, like, like well, that. That would just be weird to have Bailey out of the picture that quickly. Yeah, I would say that. I would say that it's more likely that they're going to try to do both things. So they're both going to have a championship match, and they would try to do that match as well. That okay. would, to me, be the more likely scenario. Now, what I could see is a scenario in which Bailey wins underhandedly. Now, I know that's a tricky thing to do in Saudi Arabia, 
Um, you're you're trying to, to put context in a situation where like they don't really like having women's matches anyway. Now you're gonna have like a real heel. Remember, Lacey Evans was a massive heel, and when she was in the match in Saudi Arabia, they tried to have her work as a face because they didn't really want any awkwardness from the crowd in Saudi Arabia towards the women in the ring. So this is a tricky thing they're trying to do. The only way this really makes any sense to me is if you were trying to have Bailey win in an under- underhanded way and then have Naomi re-earn her spot in the Elimination Chamber to get her rematch at WrestleMania to like go over the Kofi there. with Ni- Naomi? Sort of like that. Sort of not quite as, you know, as insane, but sort of similar to that. Um, I just don't know that you could, I don't know how safe it is to do that in Saudi Arabia. I think there's that you're asking for a lot of context for a moment that I don't know that you can trust the crowd is willing to give you. So I'm still going to go with it. I'm still going to say Bailey walks out as champion, but like the thing to I do, mean, you made the point that I was going to make, which is that they stripped all character from the women's match, right? Like, yeah. and, and and it was a very—I don't even know what to say without it sounding bad. No, but it, it was just it was an a exhibi- very vanilla. It was match, an exhibition. I guess, yeah, yeah. I, I guess the other underhanded. You know, you can do count out. You can do something along those lines where it's you know trick careful not to do the two underhanded because it doesn't quite work in Saudi Arabia. But you don't need to change the title, and you don't need to you know. Yeah, you can I, do that way. Yeah, and yet still keep um, the, Naomi the strong in the process. Yeah. And, 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 and Naomi hot. Yeah, I mean that's 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 the only thing. I just don't understand why this match is happening. To be honest with you, like I, because they, I, I think that they now feel almost obligated to have a win. No, 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 I'm fine with it being a match. I, I think they could have gotten out of it by doing um, a milk toast Bailey Carmella match. Oh, I think they could have. Oh, why, why Naomi right. in particular? I agree that, that I think was... I think they had the ability to have Carmella get a shady, underhanded win. And like I, I know that Carmella is a face technically, but like not a strong face. More like a but face. You, you have you have Bailey screw over Naomi. Yeah, you could have done it that way. That would have been a great yeah. way to go about doing it. And then you have Carmella in this match. You do something super milk toast. Um, Bailey retains. Nobody yep. is, and and then you still allow Naomi to build towards WrestleMania. That would have made more sense to me. Um, it does leave me some fear that they're taking Naomi out of the picture. That would just be so incredibly stupid. I can't. I I don't. I can't see that right I, now. I, Unless again, the only way they're taking Naomi out of the picture is if they're starting to look at Bailey Sasha. Yeah, right. I could see that. I could see that. But then, yeah, you're leaving Lacey Evans out entirely in that process. So I do struggle with that. Uh, ultimately, uh, my pick is also Bailey. And that brings us to our championship matches. We begin with um, the SmackDown or the Universal Championship, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Goldberg. Brandon? I mean, The Fiend's winning this match. I, I, we've all overthought it to, to the end with all these reports of the changing card and everything, I don't think there's any change in the card that you could do that is smart to take the belt off of the Fiend. I think any change should be who his opponent is and not him not being the champion. So I'm going to go Fiend and cross my fingers that they don't really do something this stupid. You're absolutely right. That's exactly the way it should be, but... (laughs) I mean, I am not as convinced as you that they don't do something very stupid in the process. Because um, part of the reports are also that Goldberg hasn't been factored in. Yeah, so. no, I hear you, right. And so it doesn't make any sense. But it could also be that they're purposely trying to lay that out there in order to create. I don't know. Ultimately, I, 
I, I, I am, have opinions about that, but we'll talk yeah, about it in the next segment. I, I am with you that I refuse to believe that all of this fucking work that you've done, you're just going to shit it all away for this. I refuse to believe it. And when I say that, I admit freely, oh, it could absolutely happen. But I don't want to believe it, much like you, and so I will also do the same thing and say The Fiend you couldn't you could not do this to all of us. You could not screw everyone who watches wrestling week in and week out over. But I just don't believe it. So um yes. I'll like I know that. you're gonna vehemently disagree with me here. However, there is actually a reason to do it the last time. I don't agree with it. Yeah, we, but we, it we made through... sense though, because yeah. there was an actual feud that had been actually playing out. You know what I mean? It wasn't when, when just, you, when, when you oh, we just about, want to make this random match. Like We're talking about he, Goldberg and Brock Lesnar? There was Lesnar? a story in place. Yes, the other one was better. I agree. Was, However, like, wasn't comparable. You, you, these are not comparable situations. Well, okay. I, we're not... We can't relitigate this thing too much. Yeah, we, we, we won't relitigate it, but yeah, I'm, I'm with Brandon there that there... And again, I, I had picked Goldberg because I said, okay, I hate this, but I can absolutely see it from this one but perspective. I'm, I, this is where I'm There's gonna, no one perspective. I'm, I'm going to disagree wholeheartedly with you. The notion that they don't think there's a possibility that a Roman Reigns-Goldberg match is just better money, better at... You know, there is a It report, would be Cena. Cena is better money fine, if it's about Fine, whatever the money. it is. Cena-Goldberg, I don't give a shit. Whatever they can that, do. Well, then, but, but what I'm saying is, like, if the idea is we need... We don't want the Fiend involved. We want... X other person involved. The answer is Cena. The answer Aaron, is not Aaron. Goldberg. But granted, Cena wouldn't. Cena wouldn't go to Saudi Arabia. But Cena could win it at Elimination Chamber if that is the reasoning. Or Listen, no, gonna... no disrespect to any of the people that were involved in any of these situations. But the Fiend is actually what they want. He's selling a ton of merch. You know what I mean? It's not like. But he's not like, selling merch like John Cena would sell merch. Like you know, I mean, he's the number one seller in the company the, right now today. Of the guys that are active but, but, at the that's moment. That's my point, though. Right. That's the new bar. The new bar is whoever. So like, if you if you you can't take the person like Kevin Owens was not doing that. You know what I mean? Like we all love Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is amazing. He's doing great work right now. When they took the belt off of him, he was not doing what the Fiend is doing. Like the Fiend well, is like what top three in the company in general and selling the most merch and the hottest thing in the business and undefeated and all those things you know like i don't think you beat him not at wrestlemania like that's the other thing like you can't even beat him at all because he hasn't lost so like there's no way that you can do this because you 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 literally he literally cannot lose unless it's at wrestlemania I, i or you've completely destroyed the whole thing i i'm not i'm not disagreeing with your premise I'm saying that the notion that they, in their minds, if they know that they have the opportunity, if they've talked to both these people and they know that John Cena Goldberg could happen or whatever it is, that they don't just say, fuck it, that's a poster that we can put everywhere and will get us the attention. We're not worried about wrestling fans. We're worried about everybody else. And we're going to go get them But if they, could, they could do Goldberg reigns without the title. They don't need the title to do they that. They didn't need it the but last time. But they want time. the title. They could have done Goldberg Brock this without is, the that's, title. That's, yeah, that's, but there was an existing feud that made it make more sense with the title. not for the champ. Why? Because they wanted Brock to have the title. So why not have him beat Goldberg? That's... There was no world in which if Kevin, Owens was, Kevin Owens was going to lose the title to Brock immediately. Or Jericho, whoever won it, was losing to Brock. That was the plan. We've heard it from Jericho on his podcast. So, like, if they were just going to lose it anyway at the next pay-per-view, then why not have Brock beat Goldberg? 
well, one, to have the match that you should have at WrestleMania. That would be the thing I to do. It. I, I'm just like, no, it's not, just looking at it. That's not hard. But two, no, we, we, we've gone down this but, road. But, you, but, but we keep going back to the same thing, which is I can say all the same things in the same scenario. If they know that John Cena is going to work for three months and they can have John Cena have the, as the champion for three months, then they're going to make decisions based around that. Like, they're going to do that. To, now, again, I don't want to believe it, and I yeah. don't think that's what they're going to do. But the same answers work both ways. If they, in their minds, see that there's a John Cena run from WrestleMania to SummerSlam where he's willing to appear, not every week, clearly, but sporadically enough that they could give him the belt and also get the moment where he breaks the record and all the shit that they want to accomplish, yeah. like, they're going to do it. Because they they are, but right, I think that you in, would in have that to beat case, the fiend at WrestleMania. Yes, then that's the thing. There, I think Is you can it argue makes more sense for Cena to beat the fiend. Maybe, but in their minds, John Cena versus Goldberg is going to sell way more to a moderate person than John Cena versus the fiend. When the average person on the street doesn't know what the fiend is, like. That thought process to dismiss it or to pretend like it's any different is, again, not me saying it's going to happen that way, but to try to pretend like it's different is silly. It's, they could 100% do that. They love that idea. And the, sure, the fact they could, that, but I, I think in, in this case, I do think there's more, there was more reason to believe it would happen that time than this time. I, th- well, I we, do think that is... We had more direct knowledge then. We had more direct knowledge of who was going to be around. There's also a little bit of a red herring where, like, I think they did this on purpose so we would think, like, this. Oh, you know sure. what I mean? Oh, 100%. That's part of this. There's a reason. Like, they were like, like, ha, ha. Like, Bruce Pritchard was like, ha, ha, ha. People are going to fucking lose their shit if we put Goldberg. And it's perfect because it's a Saudi Arabia match, which is the only way we want to pay. The only way we can pay him that right now. So why don't we put him in the match and make everybody think that he's going to win the title? Yeah. That being said, it, yeah, I, I, it's it's got to be the fiend. If it's <laughs> if it's Goldberg, I just I can't because isn't the I guess it's Smack. I don't know where SmackDown is, but I know that like after Saudi Arabia, they're going through Brooklyn. They're going through the you know Elimination Chamber is in Philly. I can't even imagine you, you say Goldberg that walking in I, the chip. I can't disagree with you more. We already have the answer. Wrestling fans still chant Goldberg. <laughs> like even when you fuck up the things we like. We still chant your yeah, name. segment went over on Friday. Like I, 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 I firmly you're right, you're right about that. that part of it. There's they a difference between him. him beating the fiend and him being around, especially that first time because that was the first time he. Had no, been but back. when he beat up the fiend at the end of SmackDown, everybody people cheered. popped. Yes, because it was a cool scene. That there's a difference between that and we're putting the belt on this guy. We're having him beat the fiend. There's a difference, I, but dude, you can't we're, discount. But you can't discount dude, it either. Like yeah, to Glenn's I mean, like, point, like, you have to acknowledge that they hear if those Baron things. Corbin hit the deep six on the fiend. There would have been a pop there. No, the there wouldn't. No, 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 no. We're not something. doing because we were yeah. like, oh shit. No, no. Hold on, hold on. No, the worst moment. This is the no, worst. Hold on. There was a pop when wrote when the second he won the Royal Rumble, there was a pop out of the crowd just because when big moments happen, there's a but pop. Who won the Royal Rumble? When Roman Reigns won it in Philadelphia, the initial rush was pop, then the booze. But when it first happened, it was 
Oh, boo. Dude, you're trying to pretend like really that, that a was pop. a pop. That's not a pop. Yes, there, what I happened was there. on Friday night I was, was there. a pop. That, dude, was that there. wasn't a pop. This on Friday night was a pop. That was a reaction. That was an acknowledgement that something occurred. This was a pop. This was a fucking crowd that was super fucking excited about what was occurring because the crowds are into Goldberg. I will never understand it. It doesn't make any sense, but you're, per- you're pissing on every ounce of evidence that we have of everything he's done in these last two times that he's been back. It doesn't matter what Goldberg does. The crowds are chanting for him and super fucking into it. Like I, he almost murdered the Undertaker, and that didn't get booed. Like you're, you're now. That's you're, because of where it was. If yeah, I was gonna say that's Philly where it was. If that was in Brooklyn, there would have yeah. been a different reaction to that. I don't. Right. I don't know that that's true. I don't know why. Where you're coming from with this? What what evidence do you have to back that up? I've got every reaction that Goldberg has gotten, no matter when, what the circumstances were. When, when you say the reaction, don't forget, part of that build to the Goldberg was, yeah, we would ch- that the fans would chant Goldberg when he comes out. But then there was a, a split reaction when he started getting on the mic when he did anything else in that lead up to WrestleMania. That was part when? of his promos Name going it. into the Lesnar thing. Y- you are remembering something convenient. Yeah, this is not right. Dude. He, he, I, yeah, he cut a promo. He cut a promo. Uh, where was it? it? was I believe it was two weeks before WrestleMania. Well, if I'll anybody starts if tripping up, listen, literally anybody starts tripping on a promo and the crowd's going to shit on them. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, it wasn't, the, it was, it was a pro that, hey, you can like me, you cannot. But I'm the, ch- you know, something along those lines from Goldberg. Dude. Oh, after he won the title? Yes, after yeah, he won the there, title. You're right. There was that one. Dude, yeah, 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 it's yeah. been overwhelming. It has been over. But other than that, it has. Well, but I'm saying that that is this. By the, yeah. But right I'm saying that's that. this. I'm saying that's this scenario. If he beats the fiend, if he's the champion, if he's going but through he these didn't come cities, out that month. I think it's dangerous. I, I I think I I think it should be. I don't think it remotely is. I think they've been through it before and they know what happened. And they feel as this almost maybe the safest thing they can possibly do is walk in with Goldberg and people go fucking nuts. Like. I, that's the evidence that they've got. And I'm mad at wrestling fans Honestly, about it. Doesn't, the, the SmackDowns also, I, I'm trying to look and, up where they are. Well, they tend to be in less smarky towns than the Raws for yeah. some reason. I don't know why. But I always I always seem to think that the SmackDowns are always in safer places. And, and if places. that's the case, then that's the case. But I, I just kind of worked I, I'm on trying it. To we're all saying this. We're we've, all, we've, we've, all, we've all picked the fiend. Let's just get this last pick yeah. in before the yeah. segment ends. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet for the WWE Championship. Just say it. Brock Lesnar, the only, uh, over under 45 and a half seconds. Um, slightly. Is that real? No, no, I'm setting the line. Oh, I didn't know if because I know they bet on wrestling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, no, they they do, but no, that's that's slight, not slightly over. I mean, like it's not going to be forty. I mean, it's but it's not going to be five minutes. No, they're going to they're going like, to let him get his shit in. Ricochet's going to flip all over that, the place, I think and then that's he's going to kill. Dangerous because I think that almost makes it. You know, it goes into again, and this is Brock, so they might not care about it. But we've talked about this before. If this is a like fun, Ricochet is flying all over the place and getting. You know, even if he's getting killed by Brock while flying all over the place, also it's like, oh man, look at Brock do this cool thing with Ricochet. I don't know if that's what they want. You have to though, because why? Why even put him in this? Like this could because be he can, because he can take it. But this could be anybody if you're just going to kill him in three seconds. This could and, could have been anyone. And, I think there's a reason is, this, it's Ricochet. Is, they want to show you he can do stuff. I think that's a dangerous move. Because I think that makes. Brock I don't because again. then he can still kill him at the end. You know, just like, just like I mean, Finn. And we'll be, and then we'll be, and exactly. Did the, you think the, the Finn Balor he, thing was bad? What's that? Was the Finn Balor match bad? 
I think that it made people cheer Brock a little bit, yeah. What? What? It made them boo him because they wanted Finn Balor to win. They wanted Finn Balor to win, but then we're like, oh, yeah, Brock Lesnar can wrestle, remember? I don't, but there's a massive difference between letting Ricochet get a couple of spots in versus doing a 10 minute match. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying, yeah. yeah like, there's I'm, a I'm massive saying, difference. I'm just saying don't have him things. flop around, don't have him. The, the danger to me is, oh, my God, look at Brock throw around this guy. This no, is no, no, no. That's not what yeah. I'm saying. I think, I, what, I think my exact words were, I think Ricochet is going to get his shit in, meaning yeah. he's going to do all of his signature moves. And I mean, here's the reason you put Ricochet in the match. The reason you put Ricochet in the match is because Brock Lesnar can do the suplex and he can land on his feet. That's the whole reason they did this, because you're going to see that over and over. And eventually Brock's going to murder him. And it's going to be about a five minute to seven minute match. Yeah, and I, I think, don't. You I wouldn't to, go that. Way. I'd be, I'd be stunned if it. Was, yeah, I'd be stunned you, if it was five minutes. If it got pat, I mean, like I, I don't. I think it's more like four or five minutes tops. Um, but no, I mean, I, I think you, I think, I think he shows. I don't think he just gets tossed around for, for no reason. I agree. But when that. he does, and when he does get tossed around, he's gonna land on his feet. Right. I, I, I'm right. convinced that somebody was like, we want to see this match where basically you could argue the kryptonite is that he can't hit his move that he does over and over again in the match he's gonna have to do something else to win eventually he's gonna land on his shoulders get an f5 and lose all right when we come back in we'll talk more about the week that was in wwe as well as an aew um they had a big show last week we'll talk about all that uh i'm glenn he's aaron he's brandon this is jobbing out if you're looking to make an impact there's no better place to do that than the u.s army whether your goal is to fight and cure deadly diseases develop technologies or seek adventures across the globe the army is where all of that can happen and so much more the army is a team of a million individuals working together to take on the most complex problems in the nation and the world and to win ask yourself what's your warrior go to army.com baltimore to find out to learn more contact your local army recruiter and find us on social media at U.S. Army Baltimore. Back in here for segment number two of Jobbing Out. By the way, we teased it. Uh, Dwayne Gill will be joining us. Uh, in segment number three of the program, he says this is it for him. We'll find out if that's real or not. It seems like in pro wrestling, there's never an actual last match, but adrenaline wrestling at Michael's Eighth Avenue in Glen Burnie on Friday night. Gilberg's final match. Um, I know that James Ellsworth is also on the card. Don't know if that's who he's facing. It would make sense. Yeah, he said he was. Right. We're supposed to be pretending like the interview hasn't happened yet, <laughs> Brandon. Well, how do you know we talked to him? Brandon, you just said he said he was. <laughs> when how, we, how, when how, we, how do you, no, I mean, I'm saying, when how we do, ask how do you later, we're going to talk to Dwayne Gill if we didn't already do the interview. Because we know we're going to have him on. <laughs> <laughs> He's booked to join us. We, was, we don't we don't play those little uh, games here. But this one didn't have to be a game. It could have just we're, been. We're very honest with our. I audience. understand that, but this one could have been very genuine and could have gotten <laughs> up with nobody knowing, but. Um, but yeah, he's gonna be facing James <laughs> in his final match. As he told I'm us doing that a lot of things, God in the it. interview that you're going to hear in just a little bit, Joey Ryan's on the card too. Dwayne Gill is going to join us coming up in segment number three of the program. And believe it or not, it's already happened. Uh, 
because you... that's what it is. All right, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Calm down. All right, uh, we still have a lot to discuss that we didn't get to as we made our picks in segment number one. Uh, Glenn Clark, as well as Brandon Linton. Aaron just had to pee or something. He'll be right back. Um, I, I guess what we need to get into is where are we if we work under the assumption that, as the report from Dave Meltzer says, that plans have changed for WrestleMania, where are we now with who's going to face The Fiend, which is something that we just spent, like, I don't know, an hour talking about last week, and where are we now with what John Cena is going to be doing at WrestleMania, or do you think that these are, like, purposeful swerves that were planted, and these are the matches that we're ultimately going to get no matter what? I mean, I, I think I could go both ways. I, I, like, honestly, I'm at a place where I really don't know. Like, I, I think that you could do what they were planning on doing as long as the finish is not Roman Reigns beating him. And I think you could also do Cena. I think in both cases, you're safe if he wins. I think it gets murkier if you're planning on having him lose. And and all of the like all of the I won't say changes because we don't really know if this is true, but all of the scuttlebutt, all of the conversation would suggest that they were concerned about that, and that maybe that was what they were going to do, and they're realizing how stupid that is because everybody on the planet is telling them how stupid. Like everybody's like, that's fine as long as he wins, right? Um, for either one. And, and the one that we thought forever was Roman. And I think Aaron said like a year ago, or when the Fiend like debuted, he said Roman was going to be the one to eventually yes. beat him. Um, I, and, and I think at the time it seemed feasible, but then whenever it played out, it's too cool. Like the Fiend is too cool now. So now it's tough to have, like, in theory at the time, yeah, it was cool, but we thought maybe by the time we got here, he would be super heelish and we'd want him to lose. That's not the case, at least directly opposed to Roman Reigns. So that would lead me to believe that was the plan, and that's why they're concerned about, about changing it. Yeah, my guess would be that it, again, assuming that all of this is true, my guess is we're looking at they've made the decision we want uh, the fiend to win for whether it's we want you know we don't have the right guy. I know Glenn, you've been talking about that. That when the fiend loses, it needs to be the right guy, the right moment, the right everything. That's not happening right now, even though we thought it would be. And so when we want this to happen, we want this to be right. So we're looking, and because of that we don't want to put Roman in that match to just lose. We don't think there's value there. We think that there's other people the Fiend could beat, whether it's John Cena, which is obviously the natural assumption. If these two matches are the ones being blown up, that's a natural assumption. And we had talked about that being a great moment if the Fiend actually beats John Cena, or whether it's somebody else. And there aren't a lot of people it could be. There are a few you could make a case for. But yeah, I think that if I had to make a guess right now, the decision has been made that this 
title run, which was supposed to end at WrestleMania, is now not going to end at there's WrestleMania. There's only one, there's one scenario by which I'll disagree. There, there is one thing they can do at WrestleMania that creates a moment out of someone beating The Fiend. I mean, like, that's Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Bryan. That's the yeah, answer. Yeah, it's Daniel like, Bryan, but I don't, I, that, they're not in the right position for that right now. Um, I'm, I, I, I don't know that I, are. I, 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 don't I don't know that I agree I just, with that. I, yeah. Like, I guess, uh, here's what I give you. Like, right now, today? No, probably not today. Yes, but that's I don't, what I'm saying. But I don't think the work can't be done by Elimination Chamber that changes that. And I, I, think, it would, I think it would be better. If it's Daniel Bryan, I think you need to do the full right, but regrouping. Let's get, let's get to Daniel Bryan Part 2 or Part 3 or whatever, the next stage of Daniel Bryan. And I think you need more than a month to do that. I mean, but you've been doing it. <laughs> like, yeah, you've been doing yeah, it for they, weeks. They've started that already. The thing that's a little weird to me, and I don't know if we want to really get into it in detail, but what they're doing with him right now is a little weird. Um, I, I think at first I thought that's what they were doing, but now it's like this weird thing with like Drew Gulak. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's almost like. What SmackDown completely like is something different, but it doesn't smell like oh, in four weeks you're going exactly. to be at a it, completely it, it smells, different level. It smells like he's headed for the mid card somewhere, you know? Well, like, is what it really feels like. It's, like it feels like they're trying to, they're they're going there. There's something there, like there's something, but it doesn't feel like it's building him back to a championship match, or, or at least the championship match. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I I disagree with the the mid card only because I just don't. I don't. I, Daniel Bryan. I don't think the mid card. To me, it feels like a soft reset, building up to eventually getting back there. But I think it, again, in my mind, this is the beginning of all right. Let's make this a three to four month build where we build Daniel Bryan up into. Something different, something bigger. Like, like, this I'll isn't going to rush you. through it. Yeah, like I'll agree with you if, like, in a week or two weeks, he's beating people like or competing with people like Nakamura and Cesaro. But like, while he's messing around with Heath Slater and Drew Gulak, like, and I love those guys, but like, let's be honest about their status. Like, but but he's not. If, they're not if trying. If he's to, doing that for three weeks, right. like that's but not going to put him he's in not, a good position. He's not on. They're not having him on their level, right? Like it's not like they're suggesting that Heath Slater is is competitive with Daniel Bryan. He's no, a, but when they do the Drew Gulak match, it's going to be like a real match. You know what I mean? They're not. He's not going to squash him. Like he it, wants it, to wrestle uh, Drew. Gulak. Like it's well noted that he wants to have like a real match with him. So, like, if I, you're I, telling me, if you're telling me this is about WrestleMania. And this is about getting Daniel Bryan ready for WrestleMania for the Fiend. Then to do that, honestly, at this point, he would need to destroy everybody in the Elimination Chamber, just absolutely kill them. Well, that I don't know about that, but he should be beating like upper mid card to borderline. No, they don't. Event no, to, guys. They don't do to that beat, to beat the Fiend at WrestleMania. Like to me, like you've already said. Well, I'm no, saying it's the a bare minimum. Yeah, I, yeah, no, but to me, to tell this story, the story has to be. Look, Daniel Bryan just threw everything he could at the Fiend and really didn't come close to beating him. He needs to become this other, you know, whether it's the American Dragon, whether it's whatever. And to do that to me at this point when you only have, was it less than six weeks at this point? It would have to be, to tell that story properly, he has to go into the Elimination Chamber and destroy people. Well, I, I don't know why that would be a problem. <laughs> like, I'm not saying it's a problem. I just don't believe that he's going to destroy everybody else in that chamber. Okay. So which I, I think would be the, and, and I do think it would have to be that. What, when right. is Elimination Chamber? 
three weeks, two weeks, the ninth or something, right? March. Yeah, March 8th, yeah, the, the yeah, the 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 eighth, I think, is the Sunday. Yeah. So, so here's so the we're other about a week and a half, and that's a month between WrestleMania and Elimination Chamber. And the one, so here's here's the thing, like the one thing that we're critical of on the women's side. I'm going to be hypocritical and say they probably should be doing on the men's side. And that's that, like, be, I, I, and I don't think you needed to do it on the women's side with Becky and, Sh- and Shayna. Like, th- there's not a character that has the mysticism and things of the fiend that you need to, like, I believe that Becky Lynch can beat Shayna Baszler. Like, I don't need anything else to tell me, like, what they're, like, that's an even match to me. The, but to your point, Aaron, like for me to believe now that Daniel, that there's something different that Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. can beat the fiend. We either a have to do what you just said, or we have to have him find what the weakness is of the fiend somehow. And that should take weeks to play out. Like that's not something that should happen right. in exactly. one week or something. And I'm a little concerned about the positioning of we've got elimination chamber that, Oh, whoever wins the match is the guy. Now we've got to shoehorn a story together. Right. And because I expect there to be a story when it's the fiend. If, if it was like John Cena was the champion or whatever, I don't care. Like you'll do enough. It, you'll have enough in a month, to, a month's time. But I expect more when you've got this character with the depth that they've been going mm-hmm. to with the fiend. And we know we're only going to see him probably once or twice in that month. You know, the rest is going to be on the video screen and things like that. So, like, I'm a little Cena makes concerned sense that, that. It, that it's, but, it's going to sink to, like, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt level of of relevance. You know? I, I think Cena makes sense in that situation. If we're looking for a plug-and-play yes. person, Cena yes. makes the most sense. Yeah, that's that's why Daniel Bryan concerned. I, the Cena completely works just because you don't, need to do hang on a second it's, we gotta it's say, already there well Bray the, Wyatt lost to John Cena at Wrestlemania like you can just do, play off of all of those right, things but that the, was, but that wasn't the, the fact fiend. that he's been you're those are two different what? things like you've made it so the fiend is unbeatable Bray Wyatt wasn't like those are two different things no I, no no I'm saying but he's been getting revenge on people yeah his, his whole thing is I re- he Wyatt. remembers right I get yeah, I can understand why the fiend would be interested in facing John Cena what you're not doing is telling me again this notion that within one month you're gonna sell me that this guy that can't that nobody can beat including at that point um, an even more iconic figure in professional wrestling than John Cena. I'm just going to believe because John Cena won one match that he can. I'm not. That doesn't jive. Like I, I, well, no, it's, I, I think it jives what we're saying just because he's John Cena. But what I think what we're essentially saying is this is fine because we don't think John Cena is going to win anyway. So let's right. just do it. And and, yeah. and that's fine. Like I I get that. I don't think that's a good way to go about having a WrestleMania match. I think that's I'll shitty. I'll tell you, there's but, one. But where thing. we are right now, I'll, I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you the way. I will give you the way that will do all the work and it only takes one show to do it at elimination chamber. You have John Cena in the elimination chamber. It comes down to Daniel Bryan and John Cena and the fiend helps John Cena win. No, 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 no. Because then that makes John Cena, then that makes John, that puts John Cena directly at odds with Daniel Bryan and you can't do that. That's true because then you would, that would, that would say that you would Cena screw- was going to win, and then you'd have Daniel Bryan and John Cena. Well, you'd, 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 have, you'd be screwing over Daniel Bryan to put over John Cena, and that's a horrific idea at this point. Yeah, I don't. Look, the, the, there are no answers. I, again, it comes. What we're really saying is we just think that this is it's a wash, and that's why I'm. 
it's the strongest reason. That there's no argument that you're doing more with John Cena than what you've already done with Daniel Bryan, right? The best that you can do now is Daniel Bryan. That's the best you can do now. The best is Daniel Bryan winning. Daniel Bryan losing would not be good. No, I mean, it would, no, it would not be yeah. ideal to have him lose again. I agree. But as far as yes. a story, if we're going into it saying as that far this as is a, com- done because, a compelling yeah. story that's been built, that would make sense, that would be logical, that's the best you can do. Now, what we're in the context of, we just don't think they can do that. So just throw whatever shit at the wall because at this point, that's all we've got. Sure, I get it. And I think that the most likely scenario is that's what we're doing. But we need to be the ones to step up and say that's not good, that it would be better. If they did the thing that like made sense, it would be better if your WrestleMania match was the conclusion of something that you fucking put work into, and not just here. Here's two guys that you know. One is a part timer, part timer. The other one is this unbeatable figure. Let's just make it WrestleMania. That we gotta step in and say that's not the way this should happen. Like that's not. I get it. If the answer was supposed to be Roman Reigns and they never figured out how to pull the trigger, they're in the spot they're in. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe that wasn't a good plan to begin with. But this isn't good. That's not what a WrestleMania championship match should be. Is just here, here's John Cena now. We'll let him solve all of our problems. Look, this has been a problem since the scene entered the picture. The scene, the Fiend should have never entered the title picture because they had no way to write it off of him in a compelling way. You know, they, they had no plan. Okay, maybe they, the plan was Roman. But then they should have been putting that into place, and they haven't for whatever reason. The, the, there's a big problem with the title picture as a whole, where, and that's what this comes back to over and over again, is you can't put a belt on a guy without a specific plan to get it off of him. As someone like this. Obviously, if it's Kofi Kingston, they don't have to have that specific yeah, plan because they can pull the trigger. Nah, I but think with that... The Fiend, they had to have that. Right, but I think as soon as they put the belt on, I think that's two different topics. I think it's a generic when do you get the belt off him versus what are you supposed to be doing at WrestleMania, and this is where I'll compare it to the Brock Lesnar Drew McIntyre thing. By the way, Drew McIntyre is a fucking heel. Fuck him forever for shitting on (laughs) three man band. Like, I I mean, are you fucking kidding me? You're the biggest heel I've ever met for shitting on three man band, which everyone loves. Um, But Jinder Mahal ruined three man. Yeah, well, he ruined. I don't know if you heard. He ruined professional wrestling. Yes. Well, that, that's why um, we're having this problem right now, yeah. because of Jinder Mahal. It's all Jinder Mahal's <laughs> fault. That's a great point. And it goes to the same thing, which is what is the purpose of WrestleMania, and what is the purpose of the championship matches at WrestleMania? Because, like, you're already flimsy enough with Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar, right? Like, that's flimsy. And that's your marquee championship match, is a flimsy guy who was utterly off the radar. You know, we, we're basically trying to sell you on one night and one night only being what's relevant. Like, literally ignore everything else that has ever occurred. And he hasn't been particularly good since then. He's just sort of been okay. Like, it was a fairly compelling interview segment on Monday, but not overwhelming. Like, literally, the entirety of this story is about one night. And that's what we got for you. And now the other one's going to be John Cena and The Fiend, which at best will have a one night story to tell like those are your wrestlemania championship matches are are one night storylines this is wrestlemania like this isn't this should not be this hard and i get it like they they i brought this up with brandon aaron you weren't part of it i had somebody who told me that we might be overthinking the the thing with daniel bryan and might just realize hey they would have put the belt on him already but they couldn't do that going to saudi arabia 
Um, we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that. And that maybe we've like it's it's more logical what they've done than we want to realize it is because they wanted to keep dragging the thing out, but couldn't make him champion before Saudi Arabia. I don't believe that. But then what they've done since then, I, I don't think makes sense. In with Daniel Bryan. I mean, like, I, if, if, I would. If okay, if that's all true, right? Bryan, then they, he shouldn't be dicking around with Heath and Drew right now. If, if that's all true, do you think Goldberg was I like literally keep... like a two-hour decision? Like, oh, get Goldberg. We need. To oh, I think do something. It could absolutely yes. be that one hundred percent. And it, again, I, I think we guys. I think you guys are overthinking this. He, they're trying to sell a pay-per-view at the, that they know this guy's not going to be a part of, so they can't inject him into any of the major things because he's not part of a pay-per-view. So I think we're overthinking that. I think that we're spending too much time focusing on the fact that he's running around, and 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 it, it, when you know, like if you throw him into a match with somebody else, like you, you got to clean that up, and you can't clean that up at a pay per view the guy's not going to be at. So wait, wait, what are you talking about? I'm saying that for the last three weeks, while they've been injecting uh, Daniel Bryan with Heath Slater and Drew Gulak. They've been oh, doing that. Oh, right, because he's not going to be on Super Showdown. Right. I, see what you, so I didn't they, know who you meant by if, he. If they okay, put Daniel it. Bryan and they had him interacting with other guys, they would have to pay that off at some point. Well, they right. can't pay that off. He's not going to be at the pay-per-view. So I just don't – I'm not too worked up about That's these three weeks. Like these three yeah. weeks to me is pushing forward. Now, again, I'm still not telling you that I think Daniel Bryan's going to be the guy. I do think it's more likely that it's John Cena. But as far as what a WrestleMania match is supposed to be – this is a WrestleMania match. Like, this is the culmination of a storyline that you've been telling for a long fucking time. Like, that's what WrestleMania is supposed to be. Those are the iconic moments that we're all waiting for. That's the existence of WrestleMania. Whereas, instead, the alternative scenario is you have two championship matches with dick of a story to tell. With nothing there. Other than, in both instances, what one person did on one night. That's it. That's shit, mm-hmm. man. That's not WrestleMania, and we got to step up and say that. It, it's one hundred percent true. I, I absolutely agree with you, but I also, you know, as much as that is, that's what we want it to be. I'd, I'd have to go back and think about the title matches of the past. Like, we've been talking about this for a while. That WrestleMania has not been the same WrestleMania to the point where the day after. What happens on WrestleMania really doesn't matter. Fuck, we looked at the, you know, the Shane McMahon Undertaker thing where they built up this whole lockbox weird scenario. And, you know, Shane was never going to be seen on WWE again if he lost at WrestleMania. And then the next night they're like, oh, well, man, actually, we're, we're changing our minds on that. So WrestleMania isn't WrestleMania anymore in that sense. I mean, there's now, is that good? Bro, in fact, okay. we, went on to, we went on to get one of the most infuriating years Ever with Shane McMahon, <laughs> right? But and so there's something to be said for what you just said that it's it's true, but it's still the same point. Even in that context, are 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 one of two scenarios has presented all of the WrestleMania moments that that we care about, which is yeah. the culmination of a storyline or something so fucking shocking that yes. like you know it doesn't it doesn't even matter what the story might have been that was told going into it. So if the answer was hey we're gonna do this fiend John Cena thing, but yet we're gonna throw. Uh, a random person in, you know, a la Seth Rollins cashing in money in the bank. Well, like, okay, yeah, that could create a WrestleMania moment. But tell me how The Fiend and John Cena is going to be something that we're going to remember. Tell me about how five years down the road we're still going to think about that moment in any way. It's not. Right. Plain and simple. It's not. But the, so, one, but the one thing it can do. Now, that depends, though. How does he beat him? Because in theory, like, 
on paper, we would have said Brock Lesnar beating John Cena at SummerSlam would, would be memorable either, but it's very fucking memorable. You know what I mean? Because of the way he beat him. Like, I'll never forget that match. Like, that match is one of the most but, memorable. But you can only do that once. Like, you can only have John Cena getting worked over once. To I don't know, man. I, I think this is the character that you if, can do this with. I think now, I, I, don't, I don't know about that, but I think you could make the argument that the idea of this is solidifying the fiend as yes. you know someone for the annals of WWE history. That this is like if we're talking about the WrestleMania moments, the idea of his entrance, him standing over John Cena at the night, you know, at the end of the night, and solidifying probably a nine-month reign for you know going forward. This is a guy that he's not just your transitional monster champion. This is a real guy you're going to remember forever. If you want to make the argument yeah. that again, it's not the match, it's about the moment. Yeah. You could make I, I don't love it, but yeah. you could make I that think argument. that has more value in, in like the next day than it does. I think 5 years later you completely forget that it happened, right? Like I think well, that's well, that more talking about what they do with him for the re- right. because like I think the John I think the John Cena Lesnar match is memorable because of what happened after it. Because in Brock part, Lesnar murdered it, everybody for yes, a year. Yes, but it was also in part that that was the first time we'd ever seen them do that to John Cena. Like, that is part of the right. reason but why. But it's, it's all of those That's the first time together. we had seen them do that in a title match. Right, really, really honestly. Yeah, in a, but, but in a real title match. It's all those things together, right. though. Like, it, like right. what happened after is no, part of why we remember it. Because right. they continued to remind us. that he right. beat the, I mean, the same thing with him beating, with Lesnar beating The Undertaker. You know what I mean? Like... They pounded it into your head. Yeah, Obviously, but that, that if, honestly, wouldn't, if, if Brock Lesnar had walked away the next day, that still would be one of the most memorable moments yeah. in the history right. of professional right. wrestling. But it was, but it was the moment, not the match. There was nothing about. Right, but that it was, match but that goes back to, but it goes memorable. back to the shocking thing. It goes back to it has yeah. to be so effing well, that's shocking. That's what I'm saying. So like, they right. have to put the, some kind, something in there that makes it memorable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Other than the fact that, hey, we're putting Bray Wyatt over John Cena, which is incredible because nobody ever thought that would happen. But, that, also, but, it's, but it's also... Di- here's but that, the murder spot or that, whatever, that, that, you know? It just doesn't have the same value when we all know John Cena's like gone. This isn't John Cena right. anymore. It's just this right. guy that used to be John Cena. Um, it, it, that Putting Bray Wyatt over John Cena, we'd be, we'd be flabbergasted if they didn't at this point. Like We'd be fucking... Beside we ourselves, would be, we would be, but I think there's a lot of people that would expect him to win. I think you're talking about the suit, like people the, that the, read right. the internet. The, and well, like, no, you know? I think you got to be extremely casual at this point to feel that way, right? Like, I think but you'd have to be un- unless, right, unless and that's and that leak it out unless there's something that for whatever reason we believe John Cena is actually sticking around after. Sure. Which, by the way, if, if they're doing that, whether it's true or not, you're sure as hell leaking out. Oh, by the way. John Cena's, you know, in talks to work through SummerSlam. You right. put that out there. You right. make sure people know that. Yeah, John, John Cena's locked in for six days. Oh, and we between, t- we talked know, about that something. last week, right? If you if you were to know that, like if you were to have that the scenario, then 100 percent it changes everything. Because by the way, we would all sit here and start arguing about how John Cena was going to win. Oh, we, oh, 100 percent, 100 percent accurate. Gl- Glenn, what what question would you ask us? What? Oh, it's John Cena in the match, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what I would ask. All right, let's touch on there, everything else there, from the on. week. I, yeah. I do want to say, there, there is, and this wouldn't be directly tied to the title match, but if matches are changing at WrestleMania, and this came out this weekend, there's one more potential factor in play, and that's Tyson Fury. I'm at least oh, a little... Jesus yeah, no, I hear you. Like, it's, it's, yeah, like, like, that's something that, because of the timing of this, I think we have to at least acknowledge You're that not whether wrong. it's for the title or not, if things are changing because of this weekend... That's a factor. Now, didn't the report hit before Fury won the fight? 
and and I no, don't know. it was like the next day. Are you it was sure? Like, yeah, I don't know if it was Saturday or Sunday. Okay, I, I thought know. I thought it was before the fight. Um, yeah, I mean, look, it's it's not a non-factor. There's no there's no doubt about that. It's not a non-factor, and it would also be very logical considering, um, you know, one of the big storylines about this week has been that on Friday they want to load the card so that it's not contingent on everybody getting back from Saudi Arabia so they don't get fucked like they did the last time. Um, so like, that's why John Cena is showing up and that's, you know, Daniel Bryan can be a main focus. I was going to say, that's easy. They have all these guys that can't go like Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so there's a lot of that, um, that they're going to do, but it would also make all the sense in the world if like Tyson Fury were to show up on Friday night and give them a huge moment. And, you know, they didn't have to worry about whether or not he was making it back from Saudi Arabia. Look, you're right. You're hundred percent right. It's, it's not a a non-factor in this conversation. Yes, it does sound fucking awful, but it's not a non-factor at all. Um, uh, what else from this week did you guys want to talk about? Uh, I loved, I, I just honestly forget the, I, I just want Oscar Shayna really badly right now. Like yes. that, that's what that segment did for me. Um, I mean, I don't disagree, like, <laughs> but, but this is the problem. Like I, I, I want to reiterate, we, I think we've all said this on the show a million times, whoever's idea it was to just have Asuka scream shit in Japanese, like, completely changed her trajectory. Like, she went from someone that they had no idea what to do with that was just kind of hanging around to, like, clearly someone that should be in the main event all the time. And I, th- I-, I know that we always believe that for her ability and everything, but we all know that they have problems with people that have English as their second language on the main roster. They have problems booking them. And they always have. And it's still a problem. And someone was just like, fuck it. Just have her yell in Japanese. You know what I mean? And it's made all the difference no, in the been, world. It's been great. Like, it's been tremendous. No question. The, the only thing they did was like, I mean, they did this, the mist and everything. But like, you know, you could do that and it could be terrible. But they were just like, why? Well, you know, somebody backstage was clearly like, well, she has a communication problem. Fuck it. Just have her yell in Japanese. Like... And then somebody has been posting her promos with the subtitles, and they're like really fucking great. By oh, the way, that's cool. Like if you if you see what she's actually saying, um, they somebody posted one on Twitter. I think it was like a backstage promo that she was cutting on Becky Lynch. It was fucking great. Like when you can see what she's saying. So like, I, man, I I agree with you. Like I I want her in the in the main event, and it. Part I, I feel a little. I, it goes back to what we've been complaining about for three weeks. But like that's part of why I'm gonna feel robbed by knowing that Shayna is fighting Becky for the next six weeks. Whenever like someone I want to win is gonna be in that match. By the way, the match is in Philly. By the way, the crowd might want her to win too. Um, I, I don't know. How yeah, I don't know. I, I I think Philly like Shayna is well so that, that's kind it's of the interesting one thing they have right going for them that's there. an interesting argument I, look they you know it somebody, just depends on if people get mad whenever they figure out that she's the anointed right one. you know Some, what i mean somebody will bring uh, up the question yeah. about whether or not you add all three of them but it's the same question that people are trying to bring up right now about the nxt championship too which is right. do you solve this problem what you've done to bianca like every okay so you're gonna give bianca a match with charlotte which is cool like that's a decent consolation prize that there'll be a bunch of eyeballs on that. It'll pop a number, like the whole deal. But you've really fucked Bianca terribly in this whole thing. And so is the true way to fix it and to make everyone whole 
to make it a triple threat match, which takes away from like the sting of what you were trying to sell, this idea of we're going to give you Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Is that Mm -hmm. lessened by adding, we were talking about sort of with the the tag team picture, is that lessened by adding in a third party or is it the right thing to do because of how much you fucked up and you didn't need to in dealing with Bianca to begin with? Can, can I start is, off and piss everybody off? I'd say, but let's let's tell the truth. Bianca's been fucking excellent. Bianca's been then. great. She's been she's been awesome. But they have but they have not done the work to put her on the level of these two people. And and I man, I hate the I don't want to be the Sam Roberts or whatever. Like I think he went a little too far in that pre-show comment when she was in the main event. But if you remember, I was saying pretty much the same exact thing whenever that. Uh, I think she did. She fight Shane. Who did she fight for the title? Was it Shayna or was it was it... Shayna? It was. I think it was Rumble weekend. Yeah, and I was like, I don't believe for a second that she has a chance of winning the match because they didn't do any work. They just threw her in the match. I I still don't feel like you know she's showed a lot, and I think we've always I, known I, she's talented. Yeah. And we've known she's great. I still don't think they've done enough work with her. That she doesn't want enough matches. Like I don't believe that she's a viable title contender. Like well, I put, just I, I wholly disagree with that. There's no chance that I think she's winning it. Um, I disagree. I I, I firmly disagree. I I she's been I, I awesome. She, yeah, she's been great. She I, has, I, there's two different things though. Her being good and being a main eventer are two different things. Like she's great. I think she's great, but I, they have not done the work to make her a viable believable main eventer like and if you're saying okay she's gonna pin charlotte on wednesday and that's what does it okay but you've got to do something like you can't just put her in that match like you have to do that she has to beat charlotte it can't be bullshit it can't be like rhea ripley tripping her distracting someone that that would be worse what i would say it either she has to beat her or she has to be clearly in a position to beat her and charlotte fucks her way out of it like sure that's fine too like one of those two scenarios i'm good with that yeah no i or or, or, or like she's about to pin her and and like rhea does something to get her disqualified or whatever that's all fine right charlotte i like the idea of charlotte cheating better or like you know some yeah somehow yeah Here's basically where I even slightly agree with you, Brett, in that, you know, whoever wins this match would have, would be able to come out of it saying, I am the best woman on yes. the planet. Yes. And I love but wait, Bianca. Wait, 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 sure wait, 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 whoa, 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 you, you're trying to suggest that the winner of this specific match can come out of this saying that they're the best female what? on the planet? I think, yeah, that, if, I think if, that's if, hyperbole, but you can say that they won the year. If Bianca beats Charlotte at WrestleMania yeah. and comes out with the title, then yes, she like that's absolutely one of the storylines coming out of this. Is one of the reasons why we we went back. Why does Rhea want this match? Because she wants to beat Charlotte at WrestleMania that's because fine. that gives her credit to be able to say, uh, "Yes, I am as good as Charlotte's not on the Becky." I, like this is the problem with this. Charlotte is second fiddle to Becky in this conversation. Like, but she right. doesn't care. She calls herself the best. I, I understand that. They treat her as the best, whether or not she has the title. Here, here's the thing. I, I, I'm going to tell you. I agree with Aaron here. If if they if they go through WrestleMania, Becky beats Shayna, and Rhea beats Charlotte, Rhea has the better win. And it looks like that the bigger star. But Becky's already beat Charlotte. 
Like, this is, there's no, no debate I'm about in this. In the moment, remember, we're like in the, this isn't, these are in the moment things. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to sit, like, Char- no matter who's holding the title, Charlotte's always going to be the number one woman on the roster. That's, she's going to be in the, she's going to be in the, in the Hall of Fame before anybody else. Okay, but you're doing two different things. You're talking about Charlotte sort of being an anointed person versus who's been the utterly dominant, clear-cut female in the company. And yet, Charlotte, and they still treat her this way, she's the queen. She's the, you know, and and not just saying that. I mean, like, those are terms. You can say it. You can can make the argument, but you can say, yes, Becky's better. You can make that argument. It's not even about whether or not Becky's better. This is going to be able, in kayfabe, we'll be able to come out and say it. No, in K- there's, there's the argument, and Becky can come out in kayfabe. It would be hot shit. The, Becky doesn't well, have to defend her. This in, is so silly theory, that we're that's having great this. booking then, because then they can fight at SummerSlam. Yes, yes I'm not saying yes, that there's anything wrong with having a match between Becky and Rhea at SummerSlam. That'd be wonderful. Yes, but let's not pretend like there's even a kayfabe argument for this. Becky hasn't lost in a fucking eternity. Then why does Rhea want this? It goes back to why does Rhea want this match if she doesn't want to say like beating Charlotte on this platform raises the stock tremendously for whoever wins it. Like, like, let's say, uh, assuming it's not, but, even if it is Charlotte. But, but again, there's a big difference between saying it's a big stock versus trying to be able to make any sort of argument, kayfabe or if not. Bia- if Bianca wins this, she can challenge Becky the next night and it's credible. Yes. I mean, okay, that's fine. But that doesn't mean that she's the best female on the planet. I think what's Aaron I mean, saying is that could be the argument. It's like, hey, yes. okay, I'm that, on par with you. My God, do yes. I hope that's not the direction they're going because we should all be smart enough to be able to laugh through that. Like, that you, Nobody can do that until they beat Becky. She's the one. In well, that's K-Fabe, what well, not K-Fabe, whatever. Go the fight the right. story is, okay, I beat Charlotte. Who's next? Right, you, that, Becky, that, I can beat you too. That part of the story I'm completely on board with. But, that, like, yeah. trying to pretend well, like but, you... But, that's, but, okay, okay. So, so let's take that step back. Let's say it's that. I don't know that Becky Bianca's on that level right now. Yes, she's not. But, wait that's a second. exactly what I'm trying if to say. If she beats Charlotte and Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania, you it, would don't... Fe- it would still feel a little feel weird. Fluky. Like, she's... Yeah, it would feel a little weird at this point, it, as opposed to the other two. The other two, they come out of it, they challenge Becky. Okay, Bianca, it does feel like, oh man, I, I just okay, not quite sure. It's almost fo- there, but th- there's a lot here. I, the yeah. the notion that the NXT Women's Champion is going to come out the next night and Charlotte ch- and challenge Becky instead of being the NXT Women's Champion is very strange to me. Secondarily, it might actually serve its purpose if you think Rhea is supposed to be elevated past NXT. Then the way that you might be doing this is by having Bianca win the belt to go back to NXT while Rhea gets elevated into whatever it is that she's going to be moving on to do. Which is a weird bit when you just have. B- I mean, Bianca should be above Rhea and Charlotte if she beats them at WrestleMania. But understand. Think, but wait, I, I, if well, Rhea, I think, hang I think on. We if, are conflating a few things, but like I'll I'll just break it down to this. You know, sometimes someone has the championship, but they're in the mid card constantly with the championship and never get the main event, AKA Jinder Mahal, AKA um, the Miz when he had the championship, like that, that's what this would be. Like if, if Bianca had the title, you would sort of downgrade the title to I, a mid card. I, I, I can't disagree with that more. Either. That, that, I, that I, I disagree. I, like, it's just this specific I, moment. I have no with idea. Charlotte with Rhea. But you understand that no, whoever wins is, that match has okay, to be the NXT who, women's who, champion. Who, Wait, who in NXT can Bianca fight as champion and and headline a paper? A healthy Io Shirai. 
Name one match. A healthy not Io won. Shirai. Yes. No, yeah. That's not that's a, a fucking final massive match. Come on. I like both of those people. Brandon, that is not, you're that pretending not like the women have regularly been the last. Hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. Who can who can Rhea face right now yeah. and headline? Charlotte. Bianca okay. could face Charlotte too the, the, because Bianca it's Charlotte. Bianca Charlotte could headline, yes. No. Bianca versus Charlotte could headline. Bianca didn't pin every woman on the roster. In, in Nobody's November. saying that Bianca's accomplished as much as Rhea, but your very unique scenario doesn't work. Like, the, first of all, they don't regularly have the women be the final match on the pay-per-views anyway. That's not something that's occurred every pay-per-view. That's not... Like, I'll let you guys keep yelling right now, but really quick, I got to go follow right, me on Twitter at the end. All right, there you go. There's Success. that guy. That's not something they've been doing. Like, that's not the standard by which we're measuring this. Um, like, the, the notion that... And again, to keep coming back to this, this world in which you're saying that this person that wins this match can say they're on Becky Lynch's level, the person that wins this match has to be the NXT Women's Champion. You have to be on TV yeah. every week. You have to go back to that role. We can't just say, hey, Rhea beat, beat Charlotte, so now we can move her into whatever we want to move her into. She's oh, got to no. be on she NXT. Has to go back and be the champion. Right. right. Like, this is the standard. And if the argument is that Rhea is elevating herself beyond NXT, having her win the NXT championship match at WrestleMania doesn't, doesn't help make you. Any sense. Right, right. In moving her beyond NXT. Um, I. It's look. This is why this is always awkward to begin with. Like this was always going to be awkward that you were going to do this in any scenario. I get it that you're getting Rhea and Charlotte, and so we shouldn't and complain do, and about it. And do any it. of us believe Charlotte is winning and going to NXT to be the champion? No, but like, you know, we didn't think Finn Balor was going to NXT either, for what it's worth. And perhaps within her deal, does this go back to does this go back to the we're all rubes and they just want to get more people to watch NXT? Um, I mean, I think it does for tonight. You know, like I think that's the reason why they're look, doing it. No, I'm saying, look, Rhea beat Charlotte. Watch NXT, like because maybe they're looking at the bigger picture here, and that's the only that's the only thing that match is about is to yes elevate Rhea, but to the point where we believe NXT is on par with Raw and SmackDown, so we should watch NXT too. I mean, there's something to be said for that, sure. I mean, because they know is. that audience right. that watches WrestleMania, not the people that go to WrestleMania, right. the people that watch it tend to be people who probably don't watch NXT regularly. So, um, or, or, or at least the audience is increased by a lot of people. Let's, let's say it that way. The audience is increased by a lot of people who probably don't watch NXT on the regular or might not even watch Raw yeah. SmackDown on the regular. So, they're saying, here's an opportunity for them to say, oh, holy shit, I need to pay attention to this woman. And I'm gonna, I, I think we need to leave this one alone at a certain point, either move on to something else or, or go on to the next segment. But I'll finish with something that's concerned me a little bit, and I don't know if you agree with me. But since Rhea has won the title, I don't think those matches have been very good. Uh, I don't, I don't yeah, think... I mean, the, I'm not going to say they're bad. They're not right. bad. I think... I think there's two things. There's a problem. It's it's very hard to be on the same card as some of that other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, we're seeing some all-time shit on these takeovers. So I think it's very hard to be on. The, but if you look at the history of what we had been seeing, it started a little bit with some of the Shayna matches. But Shayna had some great matches that depended on, on the opponent. Right. Like the stuff with Io Shirai was amazing. The stuff with, but there was a couple. But like with Rhea, man, I, I can't tell you. I can't tell you I've been that impressed with any of these matches. 
as far as like they're 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 great, they're above average, but nothing that I I never came away from the takeover being like, holy shit, that women's match was. I hear you. I, I, one you know, of the top I, two matches right. of the night. I'd now is that because it. we see Johnny Gargano fight Finn Balor for thirty yeah, minutes, and then we see standard. Adam Cole fight Tommaso Ciampa for however long that match was, and then you see the ridiculous tag match with eighteen thousand false finishes. That might be the case. You know, it might be because of that. So, um, so let me let me let me wrap this thought, and we will move on. We got to talk Dwayne Gill because uh, we haven't done yes. that yet, and that's scheduled. Everybody knows. Um, he's waiting for us. Yeah, he's waiting on hold. So. I'll end with this. One of the arguments for the Bianca thing would be people would say you could compare it to Kofi from a year ago, and here's somebody that you screwed over and you can make well. And The problem is you're not going to tell that story in a Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair scenario. That's just not a story that you're going to be able to tell there. Well, And also, um, Bianca is a heel, so right, you have correct. a little bit of work to do you're, if yes, you're going to do that. It's not going to happen. Um, but the secondary part of it, and this is where I do think it's particularly compelling, and I still, I, like again, if I had to bet, they're not going to do it. But the most compelling scenario that you could set up coming out of this is that you do this match and somehow Bianca screws her way into winning the title and now you've got Rhea Ripley chasing Bianca Belair on NXT coming out of WrestleMania. I think that's the best scenario that you can get out of any of this. I think that's unbelievably fucking compelling TV that gets more eyeballs on the NXT. Charlotte serves her purpose. She returns to what she's doing. You're not left with this awkward spot where how can Rhea be the NXT women's champion anymore? Like she's literally so good that she already beat Charlotte Flair who could possibly be good enough to compete against her. You now get a chasing Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair coming out of WrestleMania. That's money. So that would be my thought. Um, we need okay. to get, we need to get Dwayne Gill. Let's do that. Um, we need to talk a little bit about AEW from the past week, so we'll do that in the final segment as well. There's a couple other things we haven't had a chance to touch on. I'm Glenn. He's Brandon. This is Jobbing Out. Baltimore's favorite bar is just 771 feet from home plate. Sliders Bar and Grill, just steps from Camden Yards, is the perfect sports bar for Terps and Caps season with all the games on dozens of TVs. Sliders' daily specials include Mexican Monday, Wing Ding Wednesday, Bloody Brunch Sunday, and more with different drink specials every day of the week, including Fancy Clancy Pilsner. Find out about all of the parties and get info on having your own party or company event at slidersbaltimore.com. Sliders, one of Baltimore's original continuously operating bars. Well, back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton, and it's a pleasure to welcome back to the program a friend of ours, someone that we've gotten to know over the years, one of my favorite people, and I can't believe that this is actually true. Like, I don't, I just don't think this is right. He says it's his last match this Friday night at ACW, funny equals money no. at Michael's 8th Avenue. I, I just don't believe that. He is the great Dwayne Gill, Gilberg, and he joins us now again here on Jobbing Out. Dwayne, it's good to catch up with you, man. Thank you for taking the time for us, as always. Hey, it's my pleasure. You know that, brother, man. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Well, you know yeah, we... Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, no. Uh, just we'll give it a shot, man. You know, I'm, I'm getting a little older. It's, uh, it's starting to hurt a little bit hitting that match. I believe that saying? part. Okay, that part I believe, but this is professional wrestling, Dwayne. Uh-huh. There is no last match. <laughs> it just no. doesn't work that way. <laughs> That's why I said it the way I said it. I'm gonna give it the old shot. I really am. My uh, my my children and my wife really want me to uh, to quit wrestling. They said you could do the autograph sessions. You can you know you can referee matches. You can do whatever. But we don't want you to wrestle anymore because about six months ago they saw the movie The Wrestler. Mm, mm. Well, yeah. 
hey, that's my dad. You know what I mean? I get it. I get without, it, man. Without, without the heavy drug usage. Right, right. Okay? No, some of that's the, the... Obs- the obsessed with wrestling. That's me. I would have no problem wrestling I 85. Climb that top rope, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I am honestly doing it for my family. I have to be honest with you. It isn't my decision. Okay. So when you say you're going to give it a shot, you know, does that mean, look, any phone that call. if WWE calls. Oh, here we go. That's <laughs> the one. Right? If they say, hey, bro, we need you back for one more. You're going to okay. say, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure my fans would forgive me for that. <laughs> I, you know what? I think we can appreciate that, Dwayne. I actually, in fact, I think I even appreciate it more that you're so honest about that. You know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not one of the lucky ones that got rich in wrestling. <laughs> right, right. So if <laughs> That payday means a lot to me. <laughs> if that call comes a little bit of money behind it, you're going to say, I'll do 20 last matches. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. You know that. I just wish, in all honesty, I wish that they, uh, they honestly would, or Goldberg would have the match with me. I mean. Oh, my God. You know, please. I, I, I'm still in great physical shape. I can I can do anything in the ring I have to do to make people look great. You know what I mean? That that's what I did for a living. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I would have no problem and let him do the deal. We can do the ha ha, the giggle giggle. You know, I can make an a hole out of him for a while, and then he catches me. So, you know what I mean? So essentially you're saying you would let Bill Goldberg bury you for the good of the bit. For the good of we have of to- canceling the Gilberg character. Let him kill the character that's been making fun of him for twenty years. I think this is it almost doesn't make sense that we're not doing this, right? Like well, um, Yeah, right. It doesn't make sense because I mean, they have him on TV. He is popular. I mean, you should have me come in with somebody and, and start making fun of him or distracting him while he's wrestling this certain person he's having a feud with and causing him little matches before a title match or something like that. And then finally, he says, hell with this. I've had it with you. I'm going to get you out of here once and for all. If I beat you, you can never come back here, Gilbert. That doesn't mean Dwayne Gill can't come back. <laughs> <laughs> you see what that, I mean? That's that's so, that's so great, and I think and I think I a think, one yeah, B. I'll tell you what, Goldberg, would... you're, you're such a piece of crap. <laughs> I can out wrestle you with my baby finger. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll, I'll never do Gilbert again if you can beat me. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. Let's book it, bro. Let's book it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. And and you know what? Else has gotten me. Why has nobody ever done an autograph session? The two Goldberg of you, Goldberg and Goldberg. I mean, I mean, in fairness, we we probably should have done this a very long time. I mean, like this is the fact that nobody's thought of that. Um, it would seem to be the type of thing that would get the entire internet talking. If I mean, a picture with both of us. Nobody's got that. At the same time. Nobody on the planet has a picture of the two of you, correct? No, no, no. One time I went down to talk to Bill at a big event, and uh, he was in a uh, – see, I've only met Bill twice. And, uh, and he was in, in, the, um, in a big room, and when I came walking up to meet him, he immediately just pressed me above his head, <laughs> and there was about probably 25, 30 people in there, and they started taking pictures like crazy. <laughs> was he cool? Uh, um, 
he was cool that time. The first time uh, when I met him in the locker room, when we did that thing with the rock and all, yeah, you know, not cool at all. He even told me, you know, I, I have an, a uh, ass whooping coming to me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you. But that's pretty amazing that you can say that, though. Yeah, well, no, he didn't say it that way. But, you know, I also let it be known that I'm a little guy and there's testimonials <laughs> that could be handed back to him afterwards. <laughs> I remember us talking about this. That, like, it was never said right out. You yeah. Know, it was, you know how you can... <laughs> sure, make your point without actually having to make your point. I get but, Exactly. But the idea and was everybody that... Everybody knows what's going on, you know, and there was a mutual respect and shaking hands and... He took pictures with me that night and everything. He really did. And as but I, I lost the camera. Oh, oh, that's brutal. Yeah, that was back. That was back when you didn't have the cell phone taking on pictures. Yeah, I did use one of those uh, disposable cameras. You know what I mean? Oh, that's awful. Oh, <laughs> that's rough. Yeah, I literally left the hotel and went back to the arena and got them to let me in there, and we went all through the place looking for it. And nobody ever found it. No, the lucky person who found that camera. Well, they've got, got they've got pictures. one. It's unbelievable. Yeah, they've got a picture nobody else has. Dwayne, yep, Dwayne, that's for sure. Dwayne I don't Gil, even have it. Dwayne Gill is with us again. Gilberg's last match this Friday night, February twenty eighth, Michael Saith Avenue, AdrenalineWrestling.com Right now is how you get your tickets. So, I, and I, like, I'm wrestling James Ellsworth. That's what we wanted to know. That's who uh, it had to be. Facebook ran his mouth and said he's going to get out and slap my son. What? My son would eat him alive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would have to hold my son back from chewing him alive. Be glad the old man's coming after you, Ellsworth. I, if, you know it's going to be funny. You know what's really going to be funny? He's running his mouth on Facebook and all. But I just found out that he is the light heavyweight champion. And that the title's on the line against me. Because he said, in the interview, right there, he said, I'll put this title up. And there ain't no way you're leaving. And now, can you see me leaving Adrenaline Championship Wrestling, beating James Ellsworth for the light heavyweight title, and taking it with me? Ha! <laughs> And just being done. You'll never have a light heavyweight champ again. That's so. That's perfect. It's perfect. It's it, there's no other choice as to what's going to have to happen on Friday night. That's the way it's going to need to go. That you retire the light heavyweight championship with you. There's just no other option at that point. I tell you what, I'm going to be nervous as hell out there, though. You know why? I'm getting phone calls from people I haven't talked to in 35 years. That's We're amazing. gonna be here. We already got our tickets. Oh, that's amazing, man, uh, dude. You know, I'm like, like, oh my god. I mean, little little kids that were like six and seven when I first started are, you know, hey, Mister Dwayne, we're gonna be there. I'm like, oh my god, Brandon, that's amazing. Brandon, you're one of those, right? You don't know that Brandon was an actually obsessed Gilbert fan. You don't know that. <laughs> that's no. awesome. I so mean, I was telling Glenn I, a story I the other day. Why it's, it's, it's kind of further, it's kind of really interesting, don't. you know. Um, you have you've been wrestling forever, and and you were one of the more one of the regular uh, enhancement guys that I remember from like watching WWE superstars and challenge. And for some reason, I have this moment burned into my brain because like you know not all those guys got personality over you know, and I mm -hmm. and even before Gilbert, like I remember like you were 
you'd play the camera and like act like you were gonna win and yell things and like there was there was one moment I don't know why I always remember this but I don't even know who you were fighting but like the guy like fell out of the ring or like you you, you know you got a, a minute where you know you got a, a maybe an offensive move in or something and you look at the hard cam and you're like now it's time to wrestle or something like <laughs> oh, that yeah. and then of course you lose back, immediately but <laughs> that was that match where he did that. Yeah, <laughs> where he did, I did the short arm scissor to him, and that's no stuff. I was two fifty at the time. Yeah, and Bob Backlund, I had him in that short arm. That's scissor, who it was. You know? Yes, yes. He turned yeah. around, and I swear to God, he literally picked me right up, walked over to the turnbuckle, set me on the top turnbuckle, and tapped me in the back, in the face. <laughs> I was like, "How the hell did he pick me up?" <laughs> that guy's a freak of nature. Dude, I, th- I think I, even uh, now. Oh, my God. And you want to hear something really funny about that match? We sure. were sitting there, and I had him in the short arm scissors, and he's breathing away and breathing away, and he's going, hip back, hip back, hip back, the way he breathes, you know what I mean? And I'm slapping the shit out of his face. And <laughs> pow, I get smacked really hard. I'm like, what the hell is going on? He's breathing again. I slapped the hell out of him and pow. Did it about four or five times, man. I'm like, what? What? What's going on? So we get in the back. I'm like, ah, man. He goes to What's with paint brushing me, man? What's with smacking me in the face so many freaking times out there, brother? <laughs> I said, uh, you were telling me to do it. And he said, what? I said, you were going, hit me. Hit me. Hit me. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell I was. I was saying, hip back, hip back. <laughs> so awesome. That's so awesome. Man. Was was that was that face Bob Black, Bob Backlund or was it crazy chicken wing heel Bob Backlund? Huh? Do you, do you remember? Was he like a face or a heel at the time? Because Bob Bob Backlund had one of the underrated oh, he heel runs. He was a face. This was on Monday Night Raw. Oh, got it. Yeah. This was on Monday Night Raw, and that, that's when uh, the deal happened. I said, it's about time to wrestle, because he was letting me beat the hell out of him. That's so cool. Oh, it's so cool. And <laughs> I this... actually yelled at um, Oh, God, God, what is his name? You know who I mean? The dude with the Hawaiian shirt and the straw hat. Oh, you know um... who I mean? He was, he's at every damn Raw. He's at everywhere. He's everywhere. Oh, the fan? That's the, the, yeah, the one fan, of the fans. The Hawaiian dude, you know, you know who I mean. Man. Yeah, you know what the I hell mean. is that guy's name? Uh, I'm trying to come does, up with it. Does he have glasses? Bob Backlund was his number one. <laughs> and that's why, man, I, I had him there and I'll go, that's why right, it's time to wrestle down. And he went nuts. <laughs> By the way, awesome. he went nuts. John Bailey is the guy's name. John Bailey, yeah, yeah, yeah that's the that's guy's it. name. No doubt about that. You know who I mean. You know who I mean. Oh, absolutely. Name. Dwayne, uh-huh. if this really is it, right? Like, if this is going to be yeah, the last nah, match. Yeah, it really is. Okay. It really is. Now, yeah, let's... My family, I have to, have to do the wish. I get it, and I, and I respect that, and I get it. Hey, man, you know, if, if, the time comes for everybody. I totally understand. But can you put into words a kid from Glen Burnie who got to do just about anything and didn't necessarily look like the guys that typically get the opportunity to do this type of stuff, a career that is including... Beating Christian for a championship, right? Performing mm-hmm. with all of the legends that have ever existed in this business. Can you put into words, as you look at this being it now, what this has meant to you 
and like how kind of I don't know if lucky's the right word, but how amazing it is to you that that is from where you were growing up in Glen Burnie to now what you've been able to accomplish in this business. Uh, I mean, the only way to say it with, and I mean, I'm going to be cliche as hell, but if you think about what I'm saying, it's the only way to say it. It's a dream come true. Yeah. You're talking about a guy who who would be playing baseball and wrestling came on one time a week at 4 o'clock on Saturdays. And somebody said it was 3.30 and I was at bat, I would drop the bat and run home <laughs> as fast as I could. Then my father and my family and all, we moved to um, Florida. And we had standing reservations, my father and I, at the Eddie Grant Sports Arena. I watched Dusty Rhodes, Steve Kern, Eddie Graham, all of them just start. You know what I mean? I watched all of that. The Legion of Doom, every one of them, man, when they just started. Ron Rasky, the whole deal, man. And then to go up there and meet them and become their friends and get to work with them. And you know what I mean? It's, it, it was the greatest thing in the world. It, it's a childhood dream come true. It's like... If you're a baseball fan and you watch baseball your whole life, and the next thing you know, you're 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 batting next, and Cal Ripken's up at the plate first. You know what I'm saying? It's special, man. It, it it's just it was it was unbelievable. And one of the funniest things is that Randy Savage used to always look across the room at me and be going, "What? <laughs> what?" And I'd just be laughing my ass off, and he's like. What the is so funny? And I'm like, Randy, you're you. Oh. That's the whole thing. You're not a gimmick, brother. You're you. Because he's like, hey, yo, let me tell you, man. You know, we're like, what I'm gonna go on them, them, you know? <laughs> like, I'm just crack up. It's like, what? What? <laughs> you're you, man. I can't handle it. <laughs> that's so cool. God, that's so cool, man. That's so it, cool. It, it, it really, it really. That's what I'm trying to say. It, it, it's unbelievable. It's it, it's really, and I'm still living the dream, to be honest with you. I'm still and, living and, the dream. Every time I go to an autograph session and I look, and there's a sea of these names, man. I mean, the biggest names in the business, man. I, I mean, to have Pops off. So, Dwayne, how you doing, brother? Wow. How you doing? Love you, brother. And pays me so much. Brother, I seen Arthur and Sika. We were at a show, a, a wrestling show, an autograph session, and I was sitting off to the side. And they're coming through, and everybody's like, hey, hey, and they're just walking through, hey. And I'm talking some big names. I won't mention their names, okay? And he's like, they're like, hey. And then he looked over and go, oh, hey, brother, look, Gil. And they come over to my table, pay me respect, give me a hug. How you doing, brother? Do you have any idea the honor that I felt, you know, you're talking Alpha and Sika. My God, dude. No doubt, man. Dwayne, it's... I mean, they started this whole annoy Yeah, family. the Samoan, I mean, my yeah. God, well, man. And on a, top of that, have trained, talent. like, God knows how talent. many wrestlers outside of their family as well. Right, they've trained everybody, yeah. no doubt, man. No doubt. That's what I'm saying, but what a sea of talent. My God, man. Dude, and to have their respect, come on, man. No, it doesn't get better than that. You're absolutely right. And, and let me make clear: you're, I'm assuming you're still going to be involved with adrenaline, right? Like this isn't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm actually 
see if I can become a commissioner or something like that with them, you know, and hang out, you know, do some stuff with them. Uh, you know, like I say, I'll still be available for autograph sessions, come up, um, do, you know, some guest appearances, do, uh, you know, I can referee matches, stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? I'm just going to uh, try and stay out of the ring as far as pro wrestling goes because of the fact that my family my family wants me to. Well, I respect like that. I said, if it was me, I'd probably, you know, as long as I can make it through them roots. I, 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 it never leaves you, right? Like, that's the way the business no, works. No, man. Oh, my God. Never leaves drugs? you. Yeah, I, I tell you what. I never did hard drugs, but if that's what being addicted is like, I know why you can't quit. <laughs> I get it, dude. You know dude. what I'm saying? All right, I need you to react to something because not long ago, uh, Oni Lorkin from uh, from WWE said, when his Uber driver asks him what he does, he says, "I fight in the WWF," and then I tell them that my real name is Dwayne Gill, and I just put myself over and tell them that I win every match, and then I don't tip them, but I give them five stars. Have you ever bumped into an angry Uber driver <laughs> because of Oni Lorkin using your name? No, but if Oni Larkin says he's Dwayne Gill, let's uh, see what I, let's see what I can do about saying I'm Oni Larkin. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do that, hmm. dude. You got to do hmm. that. Man. All right, uh, again, yeah, I, rip a big one, rip a big one. <laughs> hey, I'm Oni Larkin. Yeah, you might know me from WWE. I'm Oni Larkin. I'm, yeah, I run around I'm with Danny Birch. all right adrenalinewrestling.com is the website go get your tickets right now friday night friday night michael's 8th avenue gilberg's last match against james ellsworth funny equals money joey ryan's gonna be there too who's effing amazing so you've got to be in all honesty brother not to cut you off you better get your tickets soon because it's only a few left okay so get them now adrenalinewrestling.com Dwayne, dude, we're so happy for you. I know um, also we, our thoughts are with you. I know it's been a tough couple of weeks for your family, so our, our thoughts are with your family as well, man, and we're wishing you the best. We're thrilled for Thank everything. Thank you very much. He was, uh, he was just buried today with full military honors, 21-gun uh, salute, the whole deal, brother. It was really, really, that's really beautiful. Nice. That's beautiful. Dwayne's father-in-law passing away recently, but that's, that's wonderful things that, uh, that you say well, about him. He spent him. 25 years in the military. I'm talking Vietnam and all. Oh, that's that a good man. all of our respect. He that's really wonderful. Did. Wonderful. Dwayne, thank you as always, and I'm man. Talking about, and I'm talking about a father-in-law. <laughs> that's that's it's incredible to hear you talk about him that way it really is it's incredible to hear you talk about him Dwayne uh we love you man uh we're gonna be in touch for sure as always dude thank you for taking the time for us and uh enjoy this on Friday enjoy this last match oh I will I will James is uh is a great person he really is it just I'm sorry I gotta beat the hell out of him for my last match <laughs> 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 but it's a blast look man Anytime you need me, you just call, brother. I'll be there for you. Thank you so much for the interview time, and let me eat up your airway. Awesome. Uh, you know, happy for Dwayne. He's a great dude. Um, he's an unbelievable story in the professional wrestling business, and, um, you know, he's 60 years old, man. <laughs> like, at some point, there should be a day at which you say, I, I just can't do this anymore. So I hope that's the case, and, uh, and appreciate everything he's accomplished in this business. All right, uh, we're winding down for this week's episode of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton. Brandon, I've already been screwed. This is the thing about taping shows across multiple days. Um, the bonus point that I thought I was getting, I'm not fucking getting. <laughs> like, it's just not happening. Today, WWE announced three more matches for the Superbook Showdown card. We're not going to be able to pick all of them. 
Um, but one of them is Mansoor versus Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> so they've gotten Mansoor onto the card. I guess it's still possible he could win the 24-7 belt uh, somehow, but damn, <laughs> I really am getting bitten by that. As uh, Mansoor, Dolph Ziggler, Angel Garza, Umberto Carrillo, and the Viking Raiders versus the OC have all been oh, wonderful. added. Have all been I, added. So here's here's my chance. I always love to fucking okay. Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what that is? What's that? That's me laughing at all the dickheads that think they know everything. And posted about how the OC is not going to Saudi Arabia because of the travel issues and because of Carl Anderson's wife and all that shit that everybody was, uh, all the dirt sheets had their panties in a bunch about the last time. Oh, look who's on the card. The OC. They're going to Saudi Arabia. Now, you know so much. Well, the, the money is money, my man. <laughs> That's just sort of what it is. Money is money. Um, I, I, I'm just saying. I like, hear you. you know. By the way, a report. Oh, God, a, stuff a report. A report from Dave Meltzer says that uh, Rusev has a back issue, and that's the reason he was pulled from the match. Oh yeah, you know his contract was up, and uh, you know that, that's why he was pulled because they're fucking him over because of his contract, right? Um, it's amazing when you ask someone a question and you might get a real answer. You know, thirty day violation for Samoa <laughs> Joe. Um, which is a bummer. I, I guess that, like, again, trying to figure out how this is going to all play out with um, the, the Kevin Owens situation, I, I was terrified that it was just going to be a tag team championship match. I, I pray that they don't do that. I pray that they solve that beforehand. But that time frame would allow Samoa Joe to be able to be back before WrestleMania. Um, if he's healthy is the other question there. I, I don't know enough about that. Um, but at this point, I just think the best case scenario is get the belts off of those guys and then do a one-on-one match between Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Um, I, I, think- I agree. And wasn't there also uh, a rumor that he, that there was an injury? Like there was yeah. a commercial oh, shoot yes. or something? He definitely got hurt. That that part is, there's no doubt about that. But And then the, the wellness thing came after. Yes. But although there's been rumors of this for like when a couple the, of when weeks. When the last batch of wellness things was announced yeah. there were a lot of rumors that joe's name was going to come up and then some sort of you know what you just did that laughing thing there was some sort of internet high-fiving <laughs> when ah you all thought you knew and it turns out you're stupid well this funny time you thing, do <laughs> funny thing about that is funny thing about that yeah. is I'll, I'll i'll give it to them they knew about that yeah, like a month ago they got this one right they got this one right and it might be that wb purposely timed it out knowing that joe was hurt anyway to say just to make these people look stupid, we'll wait a couple of weeks before we announce it. Um, Either that or they out. were trying to get through something that they had planned, and then he got hurt, so they're like, okay, here's your 30 days or whatever. All right. It, so, also, it also would suggest that's a little bit of a chamois system if they wait. Oh, <laughs> no they, doubt. If no they wait until someone gets hurt to yeah. suspend them, that's no very doubt. convenient, don't you think? Um, all right. Now, here's the other thing, uh, which is that we knew what had happened on Dynamite last week when we did our final segment, but we wanted to leave it alone. So we can talk about it now. And what I teased to you guys last week was, and I also realized we should have done Revolution picks too, and now I feel stupid. I guess we can go through that quickly here to wrap up the show. Um, what I teased to you guys last week is I said, there's something that you all love that I just don't love as much as you do. And, you know, I don't think that you should be surprised by when I say I just don't... that. You better fucking have MJF beat Cody at Revolution. You 
better end it that way. Because if all of this is, all of this shit is just anointing Cody again, I, I, I don't know how much more clear you can make it that Cody is Triple H. I, I don't know what else you can do. It's not compelling. It's not interesting. It's the opposite of that. It's just that he's a face instead of heel. We, this is what we aren't supposed to like as wrestling fans. We're not supposed to just like the guy who runs the company always coming out on top and everything. That's not the way that we want it to be. I, was it a good match? Sure, it was a good match. Was it a cool spot? Absolutely. Brandon, you pointed out last week you've seen the spot before. Sure. I yes. just... This scenario, I said it a week ago about the whipping thing, which, by the way, this was far better. Like, I'm not trying to compare. The whipping thing is the worst thing they've ever done. This was a great match and a great segment and the whole thing. It's just that it has to lead to MJF winning. This can't just be Cody coming out on top. That, well, that's not compelling. I, I, I think in the way, like, I'm sort of gaining some storytelling faith in them through a couple of other things that are happening here. And I think that they will do the right thing. I do think that Cody's going to lose because like, you know, this is sort of that story where like he, he had to overcome so much just to get the match. Right. 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 Well, then it's too much yes. and you lose. Correct. Like that's, that's what you do here. Yes. Um, otherwise, and as you suggested, MJF is, you know, stuck in the water. I mean, what the fuck? The if, if, if you, if you do all of this shit, and then have MJF this lose. make MJF. Right. What the fuck do you do from there? Like, what in the world do you do with MJF if all of the odds have been stacked in his favor and he still loses? How are you selling him as a compelling uh, top-of-the-card type of guy whatsoever? Yeah. I, th- I think you have, to, you have to put MJF over. I mean, do we just want to segue in the picks? That's fine. We can go through the Is card. there anything else you want to... Wait, no. Well, if there's anything else from Dynamite, it'll come up in the picks. Yeah, that's fine. We can go through the card right now. Uh, six matches right now on the card for Evolution on Sunday night in Chicago, and maybe we'll have uh, Aaron share his picks on Twitter. But uh, we'll start with the let's start with the uh, uh, women's championship match: Nyla Rose versus Chris Statlander. Um, and I guess I still have first pick in this scenario. Um, I love Chris Statlander. I, I just want that to be. I think that she's amazing. I think she's an unbelievably compelling character. Um, I, I think that the reality is also that, like, this best story you've been telling in the women's division is Britt Baker, but, like, do you really want to have Nyla Rose drop the belt just a couple of weeks after she got it? Yeah, now um, they have a heel problem. Right. They have too many heels now. Right. Um, I, I'm kind of caught up on this one because to, to get to Britt Baker, you're probably better served having Statlander as the champion, but then... Like, my God, you just spent three weeks with Nyla Rose. And maybe the argument is that's how they say, hey, we care about the transgender community. Remember, we made her champion at one point, And then you can just sort of move on from it. I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll ultimately... Go ahead. I'll, st- I'll stick with Nyla Rose. And I guess what I'll say is there's enough time between now and the next pay-per-view. They could have her drop the belt beforehand and still get Britt Baker facing uh, a quality face by the time we get the Memorial Day yeah. weekend. So I'll they stick don't with strike me as belt jugglers in AEW. Um, I think that if you were gonna, if if they really wanted to get to Britt Baker, they would have left the title on Riho. 
I don't think it makes sense to switch to a heel just to switch to a face just to switch to a heel. I mean, not in this company. I just don't believe they, they might prove me wrong. I just don't believe they are that right now. I, I, so I, I think, think you're right. Nyla Rose is keeping the title. I just and, and by the way, I'm really excited for this match. Like this is probably for the first time in AEW for me. The this is like a match I'm really excited to see in the women's division. She's. I mean, I, look. I think Chris Atlander's dope as shit, man. I think that yeah. she's awesome. I think that that she should be. Frankly, I would. What I would probably say is that I think you can do this. You just haven't really built her as a face. You've just sort of built her as a right. character so far. So I think you could have her lose to Nyla Rose here. Spend a month building her as a face. Have her win the belt on Dynamite, and then maybe transition her towards Britt Baker going to Memorial Day weekend. Um, Agree. That would be the the path that I would go. Um, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara is next on the card. You will be first. You know, I I don't think either guy is really hurt here, but I think the story would be that Darby needs the win. I agree. So I'm going to go with Darby. I am as well, and I think that leads us into our next pick, which is Jake Hager and Dustin Rhodes. You gotta go with Jake. hundred I mean, percent. If he's losing this, what are you even yeah, doing? Bur- burn down everything. If you have yeah. Jake Hager <laughs> lose yeah. to Dustin Rhodes, I mean, like, what is the point of your company if that? Yeah, correct. Um, it's. And it's, I think someone else said uh, just to bring up another point that someone uh, I don't even remember if it was Aaron or someone else. I was talking. I was either listening to a podcast or talking to someone. To be honest with you, I don't know the difference anymore. My like life just melts together. But um, someone was saying. That he needs to, you know, they've done a good job of keeping him out of the ring. And that now with his big debut, they need to, or, you know, what this is his debut, right? Uh, this is his first match, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with his debut, like, he can't come out in a singlet. Like, he can't look like Jack Swagger. He's got to wear, like, the MMA shorts or something. Yeah, I like, agree. He's got he's to gotta have a, a look to go along with the work they've done. Like, he just can't come out and look like Jack Swagger I agree. now. I agree. So I, I hope they do this right, because I, I, I do I do like him as a future something there. I don't know what the something is, but I guess we'll see, you know, how this plays out. I think Dustin's the perfect person to put in there with him, because, you know, Dustin can lose, and it doesn't really hurt him at all. But this is flimsy to begin with, right? Like, there's... yeah, yeah. Like you this son is, of a bitch, you're too scared to fight. Right. Like that's the whole premise, This is this right? is flimsy to begin with. I get they attack Dustin, like I get the whole thing. It's just that nobody was really asking for this. This only is a vehicle for getting Jake Hager his first pay-per-view match or his first match. So, yes, obviously. Now, perhaps the most compelling match on the card is the tag team championship match. The Young Bucks versus the other guys in the Elite, but are they really in the Elite? Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. Um, technically, this was supposed to be your fit, your pick first, which I'm glad. Yeah, because fuck you. Um, I really don't want to pick this first. Didn't I pick the last one first? Yeah, but you jumped out of order. So oh, sorry. You, My you, bad. You dick. Um, to me, to me, right now for me, this is the most compelling story on the show. It's unbelievable. Yep. Um. This has been so well done. I thought, again, you, we could probably talk to 500 people that saw this match coming from a million miles away, but I thought they did enough misdirection with other things, and that's one thing I think they're doing a really good job of with their like three-week booking, 
where they have a match for, you know, you you know, like three weeks of matches ahead of time. Like, I didn't even put two and two together, and maybe I'm stupid, that the Battle Royal and who had the championships and that this would, like, when they I, won, I was like, oh. I thought, okay, but, but I thought I almost thought that Kenny and Hangman would lose to the Lucha Bros. Right. I thought it was possible that they would try to avoid it, that they would try to say, right. let's wait on this. Let's clean it up a little bit um, instead of just sort of forcing it here. Um, I, I, I thought that was possible. It doesn't feel forced to me, though. Like, I thought... It, 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 it's, it's not... Okay, it, it's not forced, but what I would say is, like, you're something has to happen. You can't just have an exhibition well, match here. Well, no, no, no. This is the thing. Something's going to happen in this match. Like, this is... This feels like the straw that broke the camel's back part of this story, right? Or at least the beginning of it. Um, because of that, I think and because of other things, I think the Bucks have to win, right? Like, don't the Bucks have to win this match? I think one of two things has to happen. So, are you picking the Bucks? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I think either the Bucks have to win, or Kenny or Omega like some ha- shitty thing. Happens, Kenny Omega right? has to turn heel. Yeah, exactly. One of the two. I think one of those two things has to occur, and I'm okay with either one. In fact, I might argue that given what they've done that it might be better for Kenny Omega to turn heel. Remember, we yes. all came into the, the, like, starting this company, I thought Kenny Omega was their star. I thought he was the guy that they were going to point to to be the one to take the belt off of Jericho. That and we all know the best way to do that is to turn someone, someone heel. heel. And now, to, like, if someone's stuck in the mud. But I, I didn't think it was going to take this long, right? Like, I thought that right. that was going to be where they were going to point to for Memorial Day weekend this year. And then the way that it started going with Kenny and him just not getting the traction as a star, it sort of left you more in, like, scratching your head, like, is that what they're doing? Like, is is that? Well, and it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily that he didn't get traction, though. But they, they were using him to get other guys over. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like sort of assuming, I, hey, I, we know what we have in Kenny Omega, so we yeah. don't need to force it down anyone's throats. We can let Jericho and Moxley kind of be the stars of the company to start things off. And by the way, nobody gets hurt by losing to Jericho and Moxley right. when you position them right. as the two biggest guys in the company. So I think I think that we. I'm going to say in retrospect, like hindsight being 2020 they did everything correctly there like i think it, it all it all built correctly and if they do what we think they're probably going to do with kenny eventually then it all makes sense and it's kind of like that they have that all mapped out because it, it's it's kind of nice you know what i mean there's no holes in it really so, so i guess um, i'm gonna argue for kenny and Paige keeping the belts kenny sort of kind of teasing the heel turn and then maybe this well this, because hangman's been so indifferent it doesn't matter if kenny's heel right it does kind of just there but he like, is not it's more like he's turning his back on the bucks right like yes. that's more what i'm saying than it is necessarily a heel turn that that he says you know what man screw you guys like you're not helping me because the bucks and hangman are already sort of at odds Correct, one hundred percent. And yet, Hangman, like, it it's been a heel turn, but yet he's still like drinking beer and like they're playing up the alcoholism thing. But that's an awkward thing. You know, like that's been really. But it's like a face thing. Yeah, which is real awkward. Like they're having they, like get your beer in the front row and he'll drink it. You right. Know? They, like, they haven't done the bit where like he's been you know a complete asshole or has let people down because he's an alcoholic. 
they've done more that like he's a fun drunk. Um, he's a cool guy that you want to have a beer with, right? And you want you want to pay ten bucks so he'll drink your beer on TV, right? That's sort of been the bit. So I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna roll with that and and a separation between Kenny Omega and the Bucks here, um, and, and that ultimately gets itself worked out and. Um, he ends up getting back into the track to being maybe around the fall, the guy that can move into that top face role uh, at some point down the road. So that's where I'm at with that. Yeah. Uh, MJF and Cody, are, okay. we both, are we both going MJF? Yes. Okay. Now, championship match, Chris Jericho, John Moxley. you got to put Moxley over. <laughs> it's a, you, got, you have to. Like, are, are we? Is Jericho going to be the champion for an entire year? Maybe. <laughs> like, Maybe. Um, if, I, let, let me ask you this: If 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 Moxley loses, what's next? Right. If Jericho loses, what's next? Well, like, I feel like if if Jericho Jer- losing because of the inner circle, there's like a lot more stuff for Correct. him to do. Well, I what I would say um, is if Jericho retains by by doing something shitty, then the answer then you is do it you can do it May. again Memorial Day weekend. And, and it could be like some ridiculous right. death match or Correct. something. Something along those lines. You know what? I Yeah. Yeah. I think you might be right about that. Damn it. I just talked you uh, out of your pick. I don't like that. Yeah, I think I'm going to pick Jericho. Yeah, I'm picking Jericho. I think that's what they're doing. I think they're dragging but, this but, out. But I honestly think you could do either thing here. I don't disagree. I think John work. could win. I just My gut tells me John wins Memorial Day weekend. Like That's their big event. That's when John's winning, and then they'll move forward from there. That's just sort of my gut on this. And I let me say one other thing: if Kenny's turning heel, didn't Moxley beat Kenny? Yes. So well, I guess then that wouldn't really play too well. I mean, because I was like, in theory, like that could be the match, but there's not real. Is there really anything more to tell? Like. Not really. Yeah. yeah. Definitively beat him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. All right. There you go. Those are our picks. That that all plays to Jericho. Yep. Yep. That's where we're at. All right. Those are our picks for Evolution. All right, Brandon, tell everybody what's coming up at uh, Ramshead Live. Uh, This weekend, we got Frozen Harbor Festival, tons of bands. The Bridge headlines Friday. Real Big Fish headlines on Saturday. Um, we also, I love the bridge. I don't know if I've ever told you, I can't, I can't go. I love them. I mean, like, I can't go either. One of my, one of my favorite bands, uh, Chris is one of the best dudes on the planet. I I love them. Um, we, uh, we just announced a big show at the, uh, UMBC event center. It is a parkway drive with hate breed knocked loose and fit for a king so it's a big heavy metal slash hardcore show um me- like actual metal people are gonna be so mad that i call it that but it's 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 hard loud rock i mean if that's <laughs> what you're some into people call yes. metal. yes um that show is on september 10th at the umbc event center so if you've gone to like the ring of honor shows there that's where it is um tickets are on sale now um you can go to like ticketmaster.com for those tickets and then everything else we're having at Ramshead, you can check out at ramsheadlive.com or at ramsheadlive on Instagram or at ramsheadlive on Twitter. And I'm at Brandon Linton on Twitter. At AJ Francis 410 support our boy. Uh, he was also on Up, Up, Down, Down or Left, Right, Left, you know, the, whatever, you, Left, Left, Right, Right, whatever the fuck they're calling it these days. 
just go watch it. Um, he was great, and uh, support him. We love him. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio. GlennClarkRadio.com is the website. Thanks again to Dwayne Gill for Aaron and a er, for Aaron for Brandon and for the main event. Vent, 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 vent. AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out.